Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. here again oh how did this happen yes we're back <laughs> who knows we, no i'll tell you how it happened we got microphones back in the 90s back in the 80s in fact a little boy was born microphone what are you and his about? mother called him james what is happening and then eventually he met a man called nicholas mason and then eventually they started watching bad films together and talking about it and eventually they got microphones and they started recording and eventually they made a podcast called the weekly planet and then eventually <laughs> It became somewhat successful and then it all culminated in you marrying me and then we got some more microphones and then we started talking to each other. That's right. And it ultimately led to the world's most successful podcast, Suggestible. Wow, that was a huge build up and full of lies, <laughs> but it's really good to be here. This is a podcast where we're married and we suggest things to you. Gosh, the world is so happy at the moment. <laughs> Fantastic. It's good to be back. Welcome to Suggestible, everybody. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what is, is it? happening? Goodness me. I'm Claire. I'm married to a bloke called James who's legitimately losing his mind now. Get out of here, Claire. I We're mean, all having a good time in this house. <laughs> and this podcast is called Suggestible, where we recommend you stuff to watch, we read, do. and listen to. What a world. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Just came in a light. I mean, I'm trying to adopt like the Tom Cruise mindset where everything's fantastic and you ask me I've questions. I've noticed. And he's just, <laughs> it's, a, it's a process or whatever he talks about. Seriously, James is just walking around the house doing that constantly to yeah. himself. I heard him do it. There was no, I wasn't even I in the room. feel better. You do it all the time. You're like, <laughs> fantastic. He's <laughs> just like doing that all the time, which really worries me because you never do that. You mainly just swear. Yeah, it's true. Boom, shuck, shuck a luck a luck a boom. Boob, shuck, shuck a luck a boom, boom. Are you saying boob or boom? <laughs> boob. You're a bit of a boob. It's true. I got two of them. And then I live with one, so really I have three. <laughs> I'm Claire, by the way. This is James. We're suggestible. She's talking about the seven boobs she keeps in a glass jar. <laughs> Whose boobs are they? I don't know. I was just talking about you, you boob. How? Your big old boob. Well, then you've got four boobs, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> You're a boob. What are we doing? Talking about boobs. Uh, my name is Claire. You're James. We're married. We recommend you things. Yeah, we try to. Do you like boobs? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving right along. <laughs> Often I say gentlemen's first, so I say it to you now. <laughs> Excellent. Gentlemen's first, you big old boob. I'm a... Uh... <laughs> I'm changing my phrase. <laughs> <laughs> you old boob. <laughs> I just clapped. Everybody heard that. <laughs> it's an audio medium. And we are going to start, as always, by recommending that James goes first. I swore that I'd read a book <laughs> over the summer. Oh, God. He's like, he's read one book in a year and he's decided that he's like some kind of champion. No, I'll have you know. On the couch, you even said to me, books are pretty good. Books are pretty good. <laughs> I suddenly get the fuss. Because yeah. I used to read all the time, but it turns out that you can just put on the TV. You don't have to read anything. The pic- it's like pictures. All right. It's like pictures instead of words. All right. And the words. And you they, and they read comics you. a lot, though. I do read a lot of comics. Correct. But anyway, I actually managed to read uh, like two thirds of two different books, which I'm still working <laughs> you on. You didn't actually read no, I a didn't. book. But 
Uh, the one that I'm going to recommend is Exhalation. Let me guess. This is somehow set in a post-apocalyptic future. No. AI-related, alien-related, yeah. something to do with the world coming to an end, bleak, dark, terrible. Some of it is that because it's a collection of short stories, which I, I bloody love. There's one about like a me- mechanical beings from a different planet who... Uh, what do you mean robots? No, they're diff- They're not. Well, they're sort of robots. I guess they are. A mechanical being. Yeah, is but a the robot. whole system is based on like gas. I am a mechanical being. No, I'm a robot. They're, it's the same. Don't. What if you woke up one morning and I told you that I was a robot? Hello, good morning, I'm not James. One of those. There are. I know. What can I the do? People for who you? love there's anything. A, there's a whole sexy robot subculture <laughs> yeah. thing. It's really not. I watched my a documentary jam. about that. Yeah, do you remember that years yeah. ago? There was like guys having girl sex robots. Yeah. Look, man, I'm not against it because really, who are you hurting? Like, whatever. Like, fill your boots. Potentially the sex Well, robot. that's the thing, though. Like, if the robot becomes fill your more. Boots. It's an m- expression. With what? Semen Claire. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. From, from while looking at your sex robot. No, it's an expression. You don't know the expression, <laughs> fill your boots? No. It's basically like, do whatever you want. But Who's filling their boots with anything? It's an expression. Other than their feet. Yeah, that's what it's saying. Fill your boots with your feet. Do what you want. Well, that's. What? It's like the, it I don't know if it's a strange expression. I this don't know. is like that same expression that you used. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for farting. Which is a real expression too. <laughs> that's what it out. is. We had a massive argument about it. it turns out it is. Anyway, this is off topic. We, di- oh, is we it? digress. Well, I should point out that the off topicness of that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> you never kicked me out of bed for farting. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have. I'm sure it's the opposite is definitely. I have. <laughs> I get mad at you. Yours is so bad I get mad. I cried one time. That was so bad. You're laughing so much. I get so cross and they're silent. So you'll do it, then you'll leave the room and then I have to just sit in your stench. And it's always when I've got really comfortable and I'm reading a good book. Okay, look, if you want to put your shoes on and leave, Claire, if you want to fill your boots and walk out the door, you're more than welcome to me. Anyway, what are you up to? Hello. Okay, well, I want to talk about cookies. Yes. I have done a fair amount of cooking. I've got back into cookies. Why are you laughing? Because, like, I wasn't going to champion you on that one, so you championed yourself, but I admire that. <laughs> you're like, cookies. You looked at me and I'm like, silent. Yeah, then you're like, to be, yes. To be fair, that's your, like, your go-to reaction to everything. Okay, so this week I opened up my book, Midnight Chicken, that I've talked about before, which is a brilliant recipe book. Get over that novel. book, Claire. It's beautiful. It's just hopeful. Ella Put it in Ricker a backpack and jump in a lake. It. No, go fill your boots with semen or whatever it is that you wanted to that do. I want to do. <laughs> While looking at a sex robot. <laughs> I'm making chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> where does this show demolish? First episode of the year, of the decade, and this is where we've Well, landed. technically the decade Good starts in 2021. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. shut your pie hell. Anywho, <laughs> and put some chocolate chip cookies in there. So Midnight Chicken, I've talked about it before, really recipe book. It's hopeful. It's just a beautiful read as well. It just, it's about how food kind of brought Ella back to life, really. And she has a brilliant recipe for chocolate chip cookies in there. Mm. And I made them. What did you think? They were incredible. And there was a salt. You put in some sea salt and uh-huh. I had them fresh and it was amazing. Yep, and then yep. I ate too many of them. Oh, they're so good. I'll um, put the recipe on our Instagram. No, no, you don't have to. Suggestible no, you don't have to worry. Don't worry about it. Oh, you what? Do You're it. the bloody worst. No, anyway. No, no, honestly, don't worry about it. Also, what's genius about it? It's is not that a problem. Only... It won't be there. Shut up. If if people look for it, it won't be there. I'll make sure of it. Anyway, the secret is you only cook them for 10 minutes. 
Because if you cook them for longer, they start to go hard and you want them to kind of gooey if and delicious. you write a secret in a book, is it a secret? <laughs> Wouldn't you say the trick is? Would that be the appropriate Just expression? Just stop being critical. I'm not being critical. I'm asking genuine okay. questions. I'm trying to you help. You know what? I'm going to tell everybody the secret early that we're going to wait till later, but I'm going to tell them now and then you'll feel bad for making fun of a pregnant woman because I'm pregnant. Oh, my God. This is how you tell <laughs> me? That's why my brain has been gone for ages and I get really silly and I've been eating a lot of cake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but uh, we've got another kid on the way. That being said, like, if this was somebody else was like, guess what, I'm pregnant on the podcast, I'd be like, who gives a shit? So, like, like this is really Hopefully. bold of us to be like, hey, everybody, care about this thing that only... <laughs> that only really affects us and oh, nobody really? else. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Exactly. Are you finished banging on about your crap thing? Yeah, I've finished banging on about my crap thing. All right, cool. Excellent. I see you looking at the time. Stop sneaking around. I know what I'm doing. Okay, I'd just so like to my... know how much time we've got, Claire. All right, yeah, yeah. You don't have much time left. God, I hope not. I know. I'm going to sneakily get you in the middle of the night in a clown costume. <laughs> if I Enjoy. suddenly became someone who had a mental illness who decided to just always dress as a clown, like if that became my thing and that was the only thing that made me feel safe in the world, would you stay with me? I'm going to be honest. Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not. But I'm so adorable. I'd be me. I wouldn't be like walking around being like, ha ha. The making. problem isn't that it's. I'd just be dressed as a the clown. The problem isn't that it's you. It's the clown thing that's so the problem. So we're married. It's in sickness and in health. In clown or not in clown. There's nothing in that sentiment about clowns. <laughs> okay. It's slightly controversial, this recommendation. Whoa. It is Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift documentary that has just dropped on Netflix and recently. Why is that controversial? Well, look. I have not been like the hugest fan of Taylor Swift's music. I, I like I respect her as an artist. I think yeah, you can, awesome. Good you job. Can, you can respect somebody and, and not like anything fair, they do. I also sing along to some of those songs and they're great. Yeah. And shake it up, shake it up. I'm all about they're it. Pop tunes. They're big pop they're hit big tunes. Pop hit pop tunes. Okay, cool. I won't watch it, but I appreciate that you <laughs> like it and that other people will. All right. Because I genuinely don't like music documents. I, d- I feel like though you should. I think you're saying that, but you never watch music documents. Yes, so right. that's why. Are you just saying that you don't like them? Yeah. It's like you were surfing. I don't like surfing. You've never surfed. I don't want to surf, How Claire. Do you, okay, guys, he is obsessed with not ever no, surfing. You Claire is obsessed with making and, me yeah, surf. But, yeah, because some, you've but never, I don't want ever to. done it. But I don't want to. But how do you know if you've never done it? How do I know I don't want to? Because I'm in my own head because I'm me. <laughs> he's so angry. He gets so angry. No, because you... You're so angry. Why are you so angry? cannot let this go. Yeah, because... I think you'd really like it. I've loved it. I've done it a few times. I'm not an expert. But the thing is that I don't you like, think. You like body surfing. You I like do. showing off your bod. I love showing off my your bod. dad bod. I love showing off my dad. <laughs> but I don't, I just don't want to. It's like, why don't I slam my dick in a door? Because I don't want to. But that would be painful. Are you, what are you, are you afraid of the board? You think you're going to like demasculinize me if no, that is I a don't. word? You think I'm going to be like, well, I'll show you. <laughs> And I'll run out to the surf. You're only on this surf for a short amount of time. I'm never going to do it. (laughs) It's gone to the point now I'm never going to go back on it. You've dug your heels in. This is what he does. He's so bloody stubborn. For the rest of my life. You I are never going it. to try nah, it. Because if I do, I'll never hear the end of it for but good or ill. Oh, my God. I think this is because secretly surfer boys and men are your nemesis. Because they're all nemesis's. tall and blonde and 
you don't want to go in there and make a fool of yourself and get hit by the board. I'm happy to make a fool of myself in the ocean, Claire. I feel like because you're fairly short, so you're low centre of gravity, <laughs> you'll be fine. And you've got tiny it's little legs. It's not about whether you, or not you'll I'll be, be able good to at it. Leap you know what, straight up the thing is, Claire? I bet I'm an excellent surfer. I bet I'm the best surfer in the world. You, well, okay, but I don't want down. to do it. I'd say that you could probably eventually get up on the board for a couple of rides of the wave. Yeah. I'd Shut r- up. Go surfing. <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, get on with your recommendation. We're wasting time. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about Dr. Sleep. Have you ever are seen you the movie? Are you going to talk about what a baby you are about I, surfing? I've already talked about that. Yeah. Would I'm you never going to surf. You can't make me. I'm just not going to do it. James, I'm carrying your child. Mm-hmm. What if Why I go out there you do this one and thing I surf for me? and I get thrown off and I dash my head on a rock and I die? Well, then you would have lived your life to the fullest. And at your funeral, <laughs> I'll say he lived his life. Like he died. Yeah, he lived his life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Being told what to do by his wife. He died doing the thing he hated the most, just as he always suspected that he would. Anyway, Dr. Sleep. If you die like that. That would be You know what? I hope I do die. I hope I do. No. I hope I do. I hope I go surfing. And I get bitten in half by a shark. Or I smash my head on a rock or a piece of cu- coral cu- cuts my throat when I get dunked by a wave. I hope it happens. Is that why you don't like swimming in the ocean very much? I like swimming in the ocean. Do you? Yes, I'm married to it. <laughs> you know, you're married to me. My first love, Claire. Oh, you don't like swimming in the ocean. So anyway, is this a show like about fucking something else? <laughs> I'm okay, sorry, so this is a really Doctor bad. Sleep. Anyway, this acts as a sequel to The Shining, the classic Stephen King novel and also movie where Danny, the kid from The Shining, is all grown up and now he's Ewan McGregor and he's struggling uh, with mental health and alcoholism because his dad chased him with an axe. I don't know if you remember how that movie went. Uh, Imagine if you grew up and became Ewan McGregor. Oh, my God. What a dream. I know. He's such a dream, though. He's the best. I know. Anyway, he's... Your gift is my soul. That's not the words to that song. It's my gift... Is my song, not your gift is I your soul. Really bad with song lyrics. Yeah, no shit. Okay. Anyway, what's what are you up to? What are you doing? The other thing I wanted to talk about briefly with you is something that really freaked me out as a kid. Oh no. And you're gonna laugh at me. Okay. But I wonder if anyone else experienced this. We all I, had puberty, Claire. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna tell it you sucks, a deep all right? we know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like a deep dog secret. Relax. So when I was a kid, we had a spooky party and mum had this cookbook that had like a theme for like, it was like, must've been just like a nineties kids cookbook with like themes of like a princess party, a fairy party, a spooky party. Spooky party. There was one plate of things in this that so freaked me out and she made them for our spooky party and it freaked me out so much and I Googled it and it still freaks me out. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Have you ever seen someone make witch's fingers as a dish? Uh, is it like a dip? I can't remember. So there's a few variations. Sometimes people get like a biscuit because it's also the other other term for it is bloody fingers. Ooh. So you, And it's just like biscuits dipped in like strawberry jam on the end. And I knew they weren't real, but it's something about seeing a whole plate of fingers that look like they've been seven cut off. Oh, seven fingers. Ooh. That just like. Has really troubled me for my whole life. So you've never eaten a finger since? <laughs> Look, I was going to make a joke about something. I bet you were. I'm not going to do it. 
Will I do it? Look, no. I've never enjoyed a good. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think people get it. I think the implication is there. Oh so I know you were a big like dress up like um and like Halloween big party kind of family, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, we really were. I remember that story about your dad how um you guys had a Halloween themed party and he put on a costume and a mask. Stop me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. And he sat in a chair, and so everybody came into the party, and nobody he didn't move. So everybody thought he was like a mannequin, like a ghost or a ghoul or whatever he was supposed to be. And then suddenly, he, did he just he move moved, his hand? He just moved. Like he didn't even move like much, did he? Did no, he? No, but like a couple, like quite a few kids had to leave the party. <laughs> That's so your dad, though, yeah. just taking things too far, yeah. just like com- absolutely committing to this bit. He yeah. probably sat there for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he did as well. He did. He really committed to it. And just like um, the other, just going back to my dad very briefly, just reminded me of something. He once taught a lecture on mortality and death and he bought a coffin. Yes. He got, as he was talking about mortality and death, he just got two guys from a funeral home to bring in a coffin. Yeah. Just leave it in the lecture theatre and then take it out again. Because <laughs> didn't he? And I remember because he was told me about this and he said, I was really disappointed because nobody asked about it. Like no, nobody put up their hand and was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? What, do you do? what is this? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think it was, it was like a way of like making it more real and visceral. Was that yeah, the idea that, behind I it? I think he was wanting people to really think, to really understand that one day that would be there. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, nobody asked. I mean, if, it have, if that had been me, I would have been like, uh, excuse me, do you want to explain this? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't anybody say anything? I don't know. They were, I don't know, existential philosophy students. Yeah, that must cool have been it. Yeah. He, also, he told me though he wanted to take it a step further. I don't know whether he told you this, that he, Claire's dad's passed by the way, for those who don't know, but he wanted to put his like stand it up and put a mirror inside it, so people and he would fi- get people to file up one by one, and like stand in front of it, and then you see yourself like like lying in a coffin. And shockingly, the university wouldn't let him do it. Did, really, it was it the uni yeah. that stopped him? Oh right, I thought he just thought it was too far, but he he was good. He would have had to cut a mirror like the shape of a coffin to do it. Like, and knowing my daddy would have done it. <laughs> we would have. He definitely yeah, would have. Zero embarrassment. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, always take things too far, my dad. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Anyway, your turn. All right, this is a segment of the show that we always uh, bring every week. It's called No Judgment. Don't judge me on this one. <laughs> right? What's that? That's never been a segment. My favorite thing to do is judge you. See, that thing you is know quite, that. I'm you've, judging you've actually, because of your pregnancy brain, you've forgotten, but this is actually a recurring <laughs> no, segment. Don't try and pregno it's called no judgment. Me. Don't I'm judge me. very witty and, and wild. Well, what I thought I would do this week, I thought I'm going to go out and watch something that I wouldn't normally watch. Like what's oh, the opposite of something I would watch, that's right? Clever. So what I did on Netflix is a show, and I keep seeing it like trending on Twitter. It's a show called Escape the, to the Country, no, Grand Designs I, with I, Kevin MacLeod. No, no, I love that show. This is... <laughs> Nothing like that. This is Love is Blind. It's from the producers of Married at First Sight, right? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, the judgment is seen, bubbling up in my heart. I don't heart. know if you've ever seen a second of that show, but good Lord. It's 30 people in a house and it's, so it's 15 women and 15 men and they're on separate sides of the house and they can't see each other, but there's these pods that are in the middle and you go in and it's like blind dating. So you form a relationship with somebody over a period of time. It's a reality TV show, obviously. Yeah, you and look then, really embarrassed. No, that you're no, I just, this to me. <laughs> just let me get out this premise. Okay. And then over a week or two weeks, where they're in this house and they get to know this person, if they 
both decide that they, they are, they're a good match. They, the one then proposes to the other. And then uh, when that two or three weeks is over, then they go to a resort if they've got a, a partner and then they spend actual time together in the month leading up to the wedding. Hang on, but they don't see each other. No, before. they do. They do after the two weeks. Or oh, whatever. but the first two yeah, weeks. Yeah, so it's don't... supposed to be not based on looks. It's based on personality. Oh. It's a lot of people, what do, you, what do you look for in a person? It's like, well, you know, I think it's oh, personality is really important. And it's just. Clearly, I don't think The thing about it is, though, brilliant. I'll give it this. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> and, I, and I hate it. And it's not even one of those things like I'm four in, right? You've watched four. Yeah, because I needed to know, right? And I don't want to watch anymore. Like I'm not hooked. I hate everyone in it. It's terrible. It's just sad, broken people pouring out their emotions, which probably aren't even real in the first place, to like just lunatics interacting and being exploited and then forced together in a relationship so they'll eventually start fighting. That's what it is. It's fucking embarrassing. It's terrible. It's a terrible show. This is supposed to be suggestible. I know, but I just think it's important that people know that. Look, and it's not for me. Like, I know that, right? I don't think it's as bad as Married. doing the nostril flare. I don't think it's as bad as Married at First Sight. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's horrible. It's a horrible show. Uh, Now it's time for that segment of the show that I like to call No Judgment. It's time for No Judgment. You judging? No, no judging. Don't judge. You know, I'm always judging you. It's my favourite pastime. No, this is the no judgement segment of the show. <laughs> if you start judging, you have to leave the room. Are you going to tell me you've been watching First Dates? First Dates? UK? No, I haven't watched First Dates UK. I haven't. Because last week, what did you recommend? I recommended Kiss, Kiss, Marriage. Love is Blind. Love is Blind, that's yeah. right. Anyway, so I just want to, and, and I, you know, I mentioned last week that I, I watched it till we got to the Fresh. show and then I was like, I'm done with this shit. Fresh. Well, it turns out I finished it. I watched every episode. <laughs> I thought I was better no than I was. I thought I was better than people that liked the show, even the people that watched it ironically. I thought I was better than them, but it turns out I'm not. Did you get dragged in? Well, that's the thing. I, I think it was. You must have got like. I was kind of in it, and it was edit, and I was editing, and I was just, I just, it just kind of just happened. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like somebody explaining like an affair. I don't we were spending time together and it just happened. Yeah, no, and then it just happened. And I was powerless to stop it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so That's like me eating a whole packet of chocolate-covered teddy bear biscuits. <laughs> that is way more justified than this. So anyway, uh, it didn't get better. I should point that out. But what it does do, it culminates. Yeah. So there's like a reunion show and whatever. And, and there's actually one couple that I'm like, those <laughs> guys. the reunion show? Well, it's part of the series. <laughs> Episode 10 or whatever They really got you good, mate. They did. It's Anyway, uh, so look, um, it's bad. Don't watch it. Don't get (laughs) sucked in. Don't be like me. You're better than me. And if you haven't watched it, you should remain that way. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no judgment segment was, I'm sorry, full of judgment from me. But I tried really hard to have no judgment. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Can I recommend something now? That's what the show is. Okay. I'm recommending the Guilty Feminist podcast. You've already again. recommended this. I know, but I'm like recommending one particular episode that I really enjoyed that came out recently. It's on leadership. It's a live show in Melbourne, actually. I know Melbourne. Um, 
Yeah, episode 189 with Cal Wilson, the comedian, who is great. She's also a children's book author, just wonderful, has bright red hair. She's cool. It's a really great episode. Also, at the end, it has music from Grace Petrie, who if you don't know Grace Petrie, she is a queer folk singer. Her album Queer as Folk is great and she has two particularly excellent songs, one called Black Tie, which is kind of almost like a feminist anthem and it's really about her coming of age and coming into herself and her sexuality and trying to understand gender. Is it one of those things where like it gets stuck in your head and you just want to sing it? Correct. Then go on. All right. (laughs) No, I'm not going to sing it. You can't. That happens out of my heart spontaneously, James. No, it doesn't. And then the second song um, that I really love from the album is called Ivy and it's about the birth of her niece. And it's just really beautiful and it's really about how she was at Glastonbury Music Festival and her sister rang her to say that her, she was going into labour and so Grace just drove all night to get to the hospital. Oh, cool. I know, and the lyrics, one of the verses, oh, I guess I'm going to read you a little bit of it. Can you sing it? No, I'm not going to I want to get a sense of it. I'm not, stop asking me to sing. Now I'm all embarrassed. Oh, uh, we'll talk about your singing after no. this, but please continue. Anyway, the lyrics go, and I can't wait to know the person you'll become. And I can't wait to hear what music that you like. And I can't wait to know the future as you'll see it. And I wonder if I'll still be behind the mic. And Ivy, maybe one day when you're my age, well, maybe I'll be singing from that pyramid stage. And then the chorus is that once I drove all night from Glastonbury to meet you home, when you were ready to arrive, IV, how I drove until the sun came up to beat you home or way up the M5 IV. Anyway, it doesn't come across that well when I read it. No, it it. comes across really well. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And so I just think it's a really beautiful song and maybe Collings can play a little bit of it at the end of this. Oh, yeah, it gets me in the heartstrings. Why get Collings to insert it when you yourself could (laughs) sing this very song for us? I'm not singing it. You love to sing, Claire. I'm encouraging your creativity. I'm weirded out. Normally you always tell me to stop singing. I actually never tell you to stop singing, (laughs) actually. It's really confusing. I'm confused. So what Claire has this thing, right, if anybody <laughs> around her, specifically me, starts to sing a song, no, she, can't help, but she can't help but railroad it and jump in. <laughs> she does it to buskers on the street if she's had a few drinks. <laughs> oh, no. She'll do it to anybody. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do have that affliction that I have to sing. Yeah, I, I do this thing where sometimes I'll just run through like songs. And see how many you'll join on to. No, you don't. Yes, I do. And you turns never out, tell me that. turns out all of them. You just whatever it is, I can jump from song to song, and you will just go with me. Whatever it is, I've never noticed that. Yeah. You, do, you do that kind of studies on me, don't you? I do. You old creepy crew. Get upbeat. Get get happy. I love podcasts. Come on, get on, get happy. I love you. Got to chase your fears away. I've got no. Fear. I don't know the words to this song. Da, 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 dee, 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 dee. I love like it. You do know the words to this song? Yeah. How about I sing you a song? No, thanks. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. This is, un- this is unpleasant. You make me, you know, you don't make me happy when the oh. skies are grey. No, you do, but you do think the sky is a conspiracy. Anyway. What? You do. You've said this before. <laughs> the sky is a conspiracy. Yeah, or the sky overrated. Is not a oh, no, you said overrated. <laughs> yeah, the sky is overrated. <laughs> Just like, Sky's look at not this. overrated. It's the only thing keeping me going at the moment. The sky. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you're ruining it. That's not how you do it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> no, Claire. <laughs> Fantastic. No, it's like this. <laughs> Fantastic. I didn't do it right. Okay. No, you didn't. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. <laughs> Fantastical. I mean, that's the popular. 
European version. <laughs> we're nearly hitting 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, well, on that note, uh, surprise, we're always tired. And guess what? What? I don't even pretend not to be tired. <laughs> no, you never do. I thought you were going to say you're a donkey, but I'm not. Why would, that's, why you know? would you think that's the thing I'm going to say? Because when people say, no, guess you say, what, guess you what? say you're a donkey no, and I'm not. you say you're <laughs> mad and I'm not. That's the expression. No. Don't get me started on expressions that you think are things like the whole kick her out of bed for fast. Which we established was a real expression. Yeah, know, Listen, who's expression. going first today? Do you want to go first? I don't know. Are you the pot calling the kettle black? God, Claire. Have you Are there a lot of fish in correctly? this barrel? <laughs> Are you the sharpest tool in the shed? Uh, <laughs> tell you what, I'm the bloody, I'm the bloody, <laughs> bloody Dallas now, mate. After being married to you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, I'll kick things off. Fine. I've just started, Hello, gentlemen's first, I've as just, always. I've just started this documentary series. It's on HBO. Ooh. It's called McMillions, except the S on the end is actually a dollar sign. Oh, I have a docuseries too. Oh, my God. What a what coincidence. Oh, my God. Anyway, so <laughs> what's happening here is in McMillions. I, do you remember the, the McDonald's Monopoly system? No. You know, it's basically it's Monopoly, but you collect the pieces from that you'd get nah. on, on food. What's McDonald's? I've never heard of it. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god! As they sell things called cheese max. What is this a job? What's happening? <laughs> is this a bit you're doing? How about some Italian fries? <laughs> anyway, for those who don't know, McD- and everybody knows this, what about McDonald's some fish nuggets? Has and a, a fillet of chicken. <laughs> McD- they do sell fillets of chicken. <laughs> no, it's a fillet of fish. Yeah, but they juice. sell fillets of chicken and also because it's in the burger. chicken burger. This, however, is not sponsored by McDonald's. No, so, McDonald's being can fuck pregnant, off forever. I had that horrible day where I had McDonald's twice in one day. I'm having a horrible day right now <laughs> trying to explain this thing that I watched. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. You could just you could leave the room, but I'll just talk to the listeners. So basically, <laughs> all right. See, ya, I'm going. I'm going. I'm just gonna see ya. <laughs> Oh my god! So anyway, it's called McDonald's. Surprise! I didn't actually leave. That we was know, Claire. You to dance. We know. <laughs> Would you like to continue on with your recommendation? It's either that or I, I shoot myself. I wonder how many people who are listening to this just think that I'm annoying. Probably at least most half. of them. Yeah. yeah. There's one review that was like, "Claire is way too loud." I am. I've turned myself down today. I'm that was sorry. me. That wasn't about the podcast. <laughs> that was just my life. So anyway, McDonald's run this competition where you get you win pieces. Uh, of of Monopoly board, and if you get like a set, you can win like you can win like little stuff, like you win a free meal, or you can win like a car or a million dollars, or all these kinds of things, yes. right? So people would claim the prizes, but the people who claim the prizes were getting the tokens from a guy who was selling them. So they would claim oh. the, and then they'd give him. Oh, so that it was the guy that was ripping the system off, yes, not McDonald's. Exactly. It's the left hand helping the right hand with two birds in the bush. Mm, I think you might be right. <laughs> Do you like my like my sayings? I'm really good at them. Yeah, you're really good at I them. I really nailed them. Anyway, it's you called... shouldn't throw glass houses at stones. Don't start a podcast <laughs> that you don't like being in. I think that's a good one. <laughs> I like this podcast. No, Who I'm talking about me. Colleen is going to have to edit this out because this is just a yeah, think to of me the people laughing. who also have to listen to it. It's not just <laughs> colleagues. Anyway, it's called McMillions. Uh, there's a few episodes left as far as I'm aware. I really uh, like being married to you. Yeah, I bet one of us does. so annoying. Yeah. 
Anyway, anyway what's, what's your thing? What's, what's, All right, what's cool. What? Well, can I share with you my yeah, recommendation? Yeah, go for it. All right. So I don't know if anyone else out there is finding life particularly difficult at the moment. No, I think everyone's cruising. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. It is bloody hard and for mm. lots and lots of different reasons. For extroverts, let me just say this is a bloody nightmare being at home all the time, never being able to see anyone, and Zoom just doesn't cut it for me. Anyway, that's obviously there are lots of things going on for people um, health-wise and work-wise and money-wise and kids-wise and sure. family-wise and, you know, the list goes on. Anyway, I follow someone who cheers me up a lot and her name is Marion Keys. She's an author, um, an Irish author, and best-selling, my goodness, amazing. Her books are brilliant, but – She's just really funny. She's a really, really funny woman. She's had a lot of her own mental health issues, which she's overcome by learning how to cook. And she also went through a phase where she was like restoring old furniture, but she's just very funny. And I think sometimes when people have been through really dark periods in their life, she struggled with alcoholism as well. You come out the other side and you just have to laugh at yourself and um, sh- and they have a way of kind of writing about life in a beautiful way. Right. And she posted this poem today. Yes, James, I'm going to make you listen to a poem. Great. Great. Are you ready? Yes. It's a really nice poem. It's really good. It's touching. If you think I want to be moved by this in any way, you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> it's by a kind Irish philosopher called John O'Donoghue. And I sort of fell down a rabbit hole of his work as well after I read this from Marion Keys. My goodness. And he's gorgeous. He's also passed away since, but his poetry is beautiful. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. When the canvas frays in the curar of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you, may there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life. Wow. Very moving. Uh, You're so annoying. No, I'm very moving. It's beautiful. He's, um, he's Celtic and so a lot of his poetry is really connected in with the land and the world and it's beautiful. I don't know. I find it weirdly comforting. I actually have happened to have something open in front of me which ties into what you're talking about. No. I follow, no, it does. I follow this Reddit account called Am I the Arsehole? Uh, it's a Twitter account, <laughs> sorry. And they basically post people who like say a thing and they're like, I, like this confrontation happened but am I actually in the wrong here? And this one is, um, am I the arsehole for uh, being annoyed by my girlfriend's zest for life? And so he's saying things like, yesterday I went for a hike and she was constantly admiring nature. Like the grass is reaching impressive height. Look at these baby ducks. Nature is healing my soul. Look at this panorama. Breathtaking. And he's like, oh, obviously she's having a great time of it. She's having the time of her life. I get it. But like they're just ducks and hills that I don't care. <laughs> and I'm tired of looking at everything like five times a day. Oh, that's really funny That is me. the difference between me and you. That right there in a nutshell is the difference. Yeah, you're not like, look at these. Like if I saw baby ducks, like I'm there for it, man. I cried. Last time I saw baby ducks in the park, to be fair, I was pregnant. I cried. No, I think I do admire, I I, I like nature. Nah, nah, nah. You're a real piece of crap. You You do not in the same way that I do. I have to literally go out in nature every day or I get sad. I sometimes just sit and look at the sky for like half an hour. I do nothing else. I just watch the clouds roll by. I I look at the birds. I admire them every day. 
I look at my garden and I potter around. The only thing that you do in the garden is swear and and like yell at the lawnmower. I don't yell at the lawnmower. I've never seen you once wandering into our garden to admire my plants. I sit out there and this our our studio space like opens up to the garden. I like it out here. It's good. No, you like it in the studio with your television. With the doors open and the sun beaming in. Are you serious? You used to work next to our vacuum cleaner in a spare bedroom. The only reason you Because I had to. You know, the only reason you work in this studio is because I designed it so that it would open to the garden. You designed it. You're a pure piece of work to come in here. (laughs) And I love it, but you just happen to you like happen to notice it. I love how you're commandeering nature and being like, no, I love nature more than you. You don't get to decide how much I know how much I love nature. More than you, I know this for another reason. It's the same with food. You said to me once with food, you you could just have a tablet and never have to eat during the day. You would do it. Maybe maybe my mum's a terrible cook. Got her. No, she's not. She's a wonderful cook. <laughs> no, I love your food. Mom. But a lot of food, no, a lot no. of food, like a lot of things, is just like it's fuel. And if food's really yeah. good, that's great. No. But if it's not, no. it's just fuel. That's what I mean. Whereas to me, every meal is a big decision. That's ridiculous to be no, like every food. every meal not, is a big yeah, decision. I, I know it's a big decision, but because but I not, love it so. Oh, but much. not every it's meal. The same with nature. But not, but not every meal is that, and not everything in nature when is breathtaking. When do you ever go for? A, you do, you would never just go for a wander in the, your favorite time to walk is in the dark when you can't even see it's the nature. It's not about seeing; it's about the quietness of it. Exactly, Claire. and the dark. I can't <laughs> believe you would you would not you would much prefer to walk in the dark by yourself or with your friend Mason talking. <laughs> Without looking at the nature, you can never once just go for a stroll during the day. You're a ridiculous human being. I can't believe. <laughs> I am so right about this. You I can't are believe you're even arguing about this. Common nature. You're taking, trying to take nature away no, from you. No, I'm just and saying claiming you do nature not, for your own. You, you don't own nature. You're not mother nature. Well, I'm so, look, okay. You just don't like nature the way I like it, and that's fine. Not <laughs> everyone has to like everything the no. same. You like watching Avengers shoot each other on the TV and playing old versions of James Bond for I work. have to do that. It's for my, my caravan of garbage. I am just a much more evolved <laughs> This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you are being outrageous. I am. You spend so much time indoors, (laughs) probably even more than me. Are you serious? Yes. No, no, that is absolutely, that is totally (laughs) bogus, totally not true. The only reason I spend more time indoors at the moment is because I'm bloody pregnant as all hell and I can barely walk to the Excuses, if you really love nature, you'd be out there. I am out there in nature. Yeah, but if you really loved it. Oh, my God. Stella. Anyway, that's a recommendation. Over to you, Sunny Bob. What uh, crap like, thing do you have next? Okay. Uh, I'm actually recommending. You know last week how I span out for many minutes? You probably heard. No. What are you talking about? Of course I did. Yeah, that was Today cool. you ranted at your poor mother about her choice of hot beverages at yeah. cafes. Because You're just ranting. boomers are always sending back their flat whites. I'm like, this isn't hot enough. <laughs> it's like every – I. Don't, anyway, why am I doing you're just this ranting. Now? Okay, go back to what you were saying previously. It's that supposed you were to ranting. be the temperature that it is, the drink that you get. All right, okay, let's not go down okay. that rabbit hole of All right. yelling so about beverages. This is a YouTube for an channel. Uh, this is a YouTube channel. It's called Some More News. It's hosted by Cody Johnston. Some More News. Some More News. Produced by Katie Stoll and uh, co written by Katie Golden. And uh, two of these people, at least, Cody and Katie. Uh, used to work for Cracked before it all went under. Ooh, so Cracked. They used to, he used to do this similar show. Of, well, it was essentially the exact same show over at Cracked. And he covers all sorts of uh, topics, which 
it's kind of the kind of topics that make me go, "Am I going insane?" And then you watch a video and you're like, "Oh no, that is bad." Okay, or at least somebody shares a somewhat similar opinion okay. of mine. Bearing Listeners, in mind also, just, just on a side I, note, I got, be aware, James is going increasingly yes, mad, going increasingly mad and paranoid. But my point is also, I was going to say, obviously, this particular channel has an agenda and a perspective, and I agree with a lot of the things. Obviously, not everything, but it's kind. Of, it's the things it's like nostril flaring. Yeah, I recently watched. <laughs> it also is a man spiraling as he's reading the news. <laughs> Which is which I really enjoy. Because that's your whole that's life. That's my whole thing. So uh, they did one recently on baby peanut and if, or baby nut. You familiar with this? No. So in in America, there's a there's a mascot called Mr. Peanut. I he's really got, like peanut butter. Yeah, he's got a he's it's got one a, of my favorite great. spreads. Wow, that's really incredible, Claire. <laughs> You've got such a wonderful, vibrant personality. But Mr. Peanut, he has like a monocle and a top hat. All right. Anyway, he died recently in an ad campaign, oh, and they no. oh, who gives a shit? He's not a real person. Does he do a dance? Yeah, he does. Often does a little dance. But he's I dead now. I keep interrupting you because he's mid rant. He's dead. And but he anyway, finds it really they brought annoying. back. Uh, they so. I'm the Mr. Peanut dancing. You don't even know anything about he's nothing about Mr. Peanut. And then I reckon someone does that thing where they get a little like uh, walking stick and like drag him off the stage. You know, you know the little hooped sticks. Oh, you want me to help you on this <laughs> fucking rift you're doing? Whatever's going. Okay, sorry. Continue with your rift. What's the word? Riff. Riff. (laughs) It's riff. I'm not helping you on this. I'm just going to let you flail in this thing that you're caught in. I'm not flailing. I'm enjoying my own self. There you go. Dragged off the stage. End scene. Continue. Round of applause. She's so funny. (laughs) Well, if you're not going to talk, I'll go back on to my next recommendation. She's muted me. I was trying to talk the whole time. (laughs) She did not. She muted me. She's looking at me. Anyway, so they brought back. I'm leaving. They introduced baby nut, which is a baby peanut, right? Or a penis. A baby penis. It looks a bit like a baby penis. I guess you could say that. This riffing is going really well for you. Anyway, (laughs) so, but they made this. Fake kind of viral marketing <laughs> camp. <laughs> this fake viral. You close his eyes. Okay. Sorry, Collins. You'll have to cut the coffee. No, Collins. Leave it all in. This is what people. Have, this is what people have signed up for. Funny because I made he made he got you got in so much pain yet to close your eyes. Sorry, it, I won't say anything else. Anyway, so the the it's basically about how this is a manufactured corporate campaign and how it's, they tried to fake their way into like viral marketing and people like we don't care about this stupid baby peanut because they saw baby Yoda and went oh baby something let's do a baby peanut and how like brands are often like we're your friends and they're just kind of and brands are chatting with each other online and like Wendy's will say something and then hungry and then not hungry Burger King will say something in return and it's like oh it's just brands bantering and it's fucking horrible and it Takes up too much space, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. That sounds awesome. What was it called again? Uh, it's called Some More News. And it's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. It's on free. YouTube. Check Some it out. I've also got a news. podcast, which I've never listened to, but uh, I will listen cool. to one day. You will one mm. day. Yeah, my turn. Whoop de loo. All right. My next recommendation is so fun. It was. It's a bit ridiculous. Fun like this? I don't understand etiquette. Look at me. I have no impulse control. What am I doing? What am I saying? Where am I? We've only got six minutes left. Do we? Yeah, you're interrupting me. Wrap this up quick. Someone's holding me off the stage with a big hook. Oh no! I 
dancing with your hips on your hands on your hips. Oh, you know what that was? That was the patriarchy just interrupting women like they've been doing for centuries. Was it, Claire? You pull that card now? (laughs) After your performance on this show? You've got to be kidding me. All right. Okay. You done? You call me a bit routine We'll see, won't we? We'll see. Oh, God. Okay. Pause the show. I'm just going to say something. Go. I am sick of living with two boys that are so stinky. (laughs) You and our son are so stinky. Everywhere I go, it's stinky. It's stinky everywhere. And I I know that's probably a very, um, not very politically correct thing to say. But I get so mad. All you do is fart around me all the time. No, I don't. I'm locked in the house with farting it's, it's kids are stinky and yes. men are stinky. Yes, I know. And it's gone <laughs> to the point where I get, I cried the other day because you farted in the room and it was so stinky. So none of this is true. I can't leave and I'm stuck you with the stench. Leave. <laughs> I'm just stuck with the stench. And then now our son says things like, uh-oh, it's coming. It's coming. Are, you leaving, are we leaving this in? Maybe. I guess we can. All right. Maybe because I'm sure there are some other people out there in this goddamn forsaken land. I'll have you know there, there are also people who are like all way worse than me, like actively out there, do, like, you know, farting in people's faces and stuff. <laughs> okay. That does not, what, that, that's not, that doesn't make me feel better. That I'm doesn't just saying. help the situation. So what, I should be grateful <laughs> of the what, level of Essentially that's what I'm saying, yeah. And yeah. farting is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, your brother is pretty bad He's too. awful. <laughs> he needs to get checked for something. Anyway, yeah. it, it does depend though. Like if you he's, eat a lot of fruit and veggies. He's transcend time and space. Like I don't even understand. Yeah, they make me yeah. mad. I get, I, I've got to the point. I used to find them amusing. Now I just, I get mad. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, that rant done. Great. Fart. I don't even fart that much. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not kid you ourselves. Do, but they're always silent and deadly. <laughs> Now I can tell the difference between yours and our sons as well. <laughs> like a brand. Yeah. Uh, well, here's mostly Wheat Bix, I'd imagine. <laughs> Wheat Bix space. Everybody <laughs> should try this game. It's called Fall Guys oh, Ultimate Knockout. It's so little, basically. Okay, can I explain it to you? It's by Mediatonic. Sure, you can explain it to me. Okay. I mean, I know it, so I don't know why you would, but go well, on. It's a little boogly woogly man that kind of looks like a jelly bean and you bump around in this colourful world and throw people off and sort of play and that's it. Yeah, essentially. So it's kind of like the TV show Wipeout or It's a Knockout or The Floor is Lava or American Ninja. It's like a blend of those things and you're little oogly boogly people and you <laughs> run a, like you're a chubby little bumbling fellow. And it's incredibly frustrating but also really rewarding when you do when you do win, when you pull something off. And my favourite thing in the game is you can grab, up, grab other people. So I just annoy other people. Like I wait till they're in like their moment to shine or they think that they're safe and then I like shove them off the edge or something like that. So, I, so my favourite part I of the game. I listeners, I watched him do it. He made me watch, watch while people were concentrating on a memory game and he was the only one doing it, by the way. He would just suddenly run at them in his little iggly boogly pink suit and throw them off the edge and you're madly laughing so at like an eagle for you, no reason. you got to pick a tile and you got because there's a screen and it tells you which tiles are safe because the other ones disappear and while everyone's concentrating concentrating on the screen. I'm running around the arena throwing people off the edge because <laughs> once you're out, you're out. Yeah. But it, then someone does it to you. You're like, Ooh. 
Is this because you can't do this in real life anymore? No, you can, but not on, like not on the scale. You can't like throw people off a cliff. Because I don't know if anyone, if they know this about you, that you love, you love a prank. I do love a prank. You bloody love a prank. You love messing with people. And not you don't do it to me anymore. You really don't. <laughs> don't but I? for many years of our relationship, you used to just mess with me, not in a mean way, just in like an annoying way. I, I like to think I'm still annoying. Yeah, I mean, I'm every not saying you're not you're still like, annoying. I'm just saying you're not you're on like, purpose annoying. <laughs> every now and then, though, you are like, you're so annoying. And I'm like, yeah, still got it. Yeah. <laughs> like a you peanut, do. like a Mr. Peanut. Oh, my God. Can you explain to everyone what has okay, happened? Okay, so I was, on, um, I, was on, I was on Twitter peanut. the other day. And um, what, what happened was I saw this, this, this like viral marketing campaign from the Planters Mr. Peanut Company. I don't know if you remember, but Mr. Peanut – was killed at the start of the year, right? In a viral market, a fourth viral marketing campaign, and then they brought him back as Baby Nut. It's like Baby Yoda. He's a he's cartoon peanut. A cartoon yeah. peanut. So now they're like, Mr. Peanut's back and he's 21 and he can drink. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just like, something in desk. me. And I look, I do find it incredibly funny, but something in me was just like, fuck this. No, I will not, I'm not stand for it. So I just went on this little bit of a tirade. With the hashtag block Mr. Peanut. So everybody would get behind like blocking this brand to stop with their like branding bullshit, right? But what ended up happening is it went went, like a little bit viral. Like it started to take off beyond like there's a few articles that got written up in like Business Insider and some other some other websites, some other minor <laughs> websites talking about this how this campaign that they're running is like slightly backfired on them. So look, if anything, I'll probably help them. Yeah, uh, but it was just this moment of like, <laughs> not the time. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like I'm not having this. I'm not having this in my feed, and I just don't want to see any of this shit. So like it's a joke, but at the same time I'm also like obviously hurting in other ways. I'm taking it out. On this yeah, I saw a couple of tweets that were like, uh, James, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm not. Obviously, obviously, no. I'm not. Yeah, we're really not okay today. Today's been one of those weird days. I think if it started with you, me waking you up and you saying, Claire, I've made Mr. Peanut go viral. Yeah, it's good fun, man. I feel like it's done. You and me have very different ways of and You should see about this peanut, though. And I got, did. I looked it up. I yeah, but he's, it. Also, if you watch the viral lady holds up his license, he's like, I'm 21 now. And it says he's like five foot four or whatever. And I'm like, what do you mean he's five foot four? He's a peanut. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Not having it. At least keep consistency in your world building. Anyway, okay. we've got some things that people have seen in, haven't they? Nice things that they do mm. for good fun times. For good fun times. To keep we themselves do. from attacking peanut Correct. companies. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Another thing that I thought was really great is then you have like a whole section that's just like PE and we did dance. Yeah, PA right. in the morning, which makes you feel good, but also them feel good, and yeah. you get a bit active. You put like it's a song that you like to dance with. Uh, the with song I like to dance you. with is "Everybody Shut Up" so I can lie down for a second. <laughs> uh, speaking of Nick Mason's here for my podcast, I got to record after this. I am going to go get him. All right, and let him in. So okay. you need you just you hold the floor while <laughs> I'm gone. Right. I'm just going to sit here and keep telling you recommendations. He's gone. He's actually legitimately left the pod right. studio. It's gone. It's it's all crazy, guys. Up here. Okay, so. Dancing, that's been really awesome. So in the morning we do a bit of that. That can stretch out for quite a while. You can also drink a coffee sneakily while that happens and do some dance moves. Another thing I've been doing, which sounds kind of ridiculous but has been genius, is filling up a bucket of water. And if you happen to have a paintbrush lying around, even 
one of those old paint brushes that you use to paint the house or something, or just kids' art brushes are better. I got us from the $2 shop. And then the kids just paint the walls outside or the floor, as in in the garden or the veranda or the concrete. And you can practice letters and numbers and curves and lines, or you can just sit there and watch them while they paint stuff with water that dries. And it's really amazing. So, you're talking about water drying? No, I'm talking That's about... what you've left people <laughs> with while I'm gone? No, I'm talking about a bucket of water with a paintbrush in it. Oh, my God. And it was really fun. We did that today. So a few people have asked me on Instagram about some recipes and things oh, cooking-wise. So I thought what I'd do is make a little list of them and I'll put it on my Instagram at oh, Claire okay. Tonti. So you're not doing, so... going through them here? No, I, oh, well, no, goodness. I won't go. Are you doing a bit of cross promo? Smart yeah, Claire. Cross promo. I'm going to put them on at Claire Tonti so I don't have to list them all here and make James snore away with his boredom, boredom, boredom. That's right. Over there. But yeah, there's some really great recipes that you can do with kids and just for yourself, even if you don't have kids. Baking is really good for the soul, I feel. I but not so good for the bloody waistline. Am I right, Mason? <laughs> uh, you tell them. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have a bloody waistline at the moment, so I'm eating myself through bumps all over the shop. You guys, on the other hand, you better look after your figures. Thank Isn't that you. right, Mason? Oh, come on, Claire. Be nice. <laughs> hey, do you want to join in? Yeah, come on in, Mason. We're talking about recommendations for things to do with your kids. Oh, good. All right. You're a big kid. You can join in. Oh, my God. Come special, and join us. Special special do, I get, do I get two microphones? Oh, can I speak into both of these microphones? <laughs> yeah. Special guest Nick Mason. Okay, number one, oh. gun range. <laughs> <laughs> number two, porno store. <laughs> They're shut now. Oh. Yeah. Even, oh. Though, even, even your, free, your most frequented porno <laughs> no. store? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Our gun range is shut too. Even they with the secret will. knock. <laughs> yeah, even with the secret knock. I really like your T-shirt as well. Thank you. I'm a big kid at heart. That's right. It's a you Transformers are. T-shirt. So let me just say, more than meets the eye. Very good. Thank you. It's like fingernails on a shortboard <laughs> in my head. Thank you. It's awful. Good. He's singing so bad, Meso. It's so bad. So what are you, what are you doing with the kids? Okay, the so we talked about, this is where it's come to, painting things with water from a bucket. I'm against this, by the way. <laughs> Wait, is there paint in the, is it, is it no, water colouring? There's no paint. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just, just water. water. And oh. a brush. <laughs> it's not paint. a real activity. <laughs> and what are you painting? Kids love it. No, they don't. They just paint like concrete in like the walls of the house. Sometimes so like, the um, car, you can paint the car. Like a power wash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is a good God. show, isn't this it? Is I don't know. Is this, <laughs> does it always go like this? Yeah, it's not. Okay. It's not it. Have I jumped on your toes by talking about the porno store earlier? No, 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 no. Okay. I actually right. brought it up much earlier, but okay. uh, no, Colin's probably so. getting it out. Yeah, We're so, so thankful you're here. No problem. All we wanted to do was sit and stare at each other in silence. Here's a question for you, though, because <laughs> Claire and I have different opinions on this. Okay. Okay. Oh, here he goes. He's waving his hands what in you, the what air. What do you think? You should get a divorce, but it's too late right now <laughs> because all the divorce lawyers will be closed currently. Where do you, Damn it. Where do you think, what age do you think a kid should play video games and what do you start with? Where did you start? Uh, I think I had an NES. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did, mm. Does your kid play stuff on the iPad or something yeah, no, like that? No, we don't do that. No, we do yeah. zero games. We don't... I am very aware that I have my own biases around this stuff because I really get worried a lot what about What about Untitled time. Goose Game? Oh, you might like yeah, that. He's I'm, a troublemaker. He's That's a troublemaker. Right. It's just mainly for me I worry a lot about too much screen time. I understand that. However, during this isolation period, we, of course, are yeah. also using screen time because how else are we all going to get you through? You know what encourages creativity? Mm. What? Spraying a, some water on a, on a rock <laughs> or something. You know? Yeah. 
even just filling a bucket of water, putting some stuff in it, and then they have to pick it out what, with tongs. I was with the water. I was with the water, Mason. I don't know what this what? is. Because it's free and it's at home. Just stop me. Water's you not just free. I think that, that's a very privileged yeah. position you've taken. Right. All right. Well, so anyway. Okay, <laughs> you two blokeity blokes. All right. If you enjoyed a little bonus sneaky episode, stay safe out there. Episode. We're thinking of you guys. I will. I will. I'm thinking of you too. Oh, God. Be sincere. I'm sincere. All the people nice. out yes, there. Yes, be sincere. Look at me. Yeah. You guys are never sincere. Why are you well, looking at me? From the bottom of my heart, stay bottom safe of out there. Okay, you dickhead. Oh, oh wow, wow, too far. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast where professionalism is of top priority. Professionalism runs rampant. <laughs> what? It what? is absolutely askew with professionalism. <laughs> what do you? What are you? You are the ramblings of a madman over there. We also have to. Be... I recommend using askew in like context that I might not fit in. <laughs> Correct. What does askew mean? Don't, don't patronise me, Claire. Why don't you tell me what it means? How about that? How about that? Oh, you just think I'm patronising you all of the time. That's like, because when you're I, smarter than me, Claire. <laughs> no. Okay, listeners, I have to tell you something. So <laughs> when we were cooking dinner, well, James was cooking dinner yesterday. This is a tangent that is not normally in the podcast. I'm so sorry. No, it absolutely is. This is par for the course. It's very askew of us. All right, so James is making my favourite recipe, Moroccan couscous chicken, that I make all the time. I recommend it on my Instagram account, at Clutchotti, because it's a one-pot wonder. Anyway, I walked in the kitchen and he was burning the chicken and looking very frazzled. No, and I was I said, not burning the chicken. in a lovely, kind way, let me just stir this because the chicken is ready you need to turn the heat down and then also you need to just cook the couscous in the actual pot. Because I'd made it before. Because one and, pot. Yeah. yeah. And then I tried to tell you about the history of Moroccan <laughs> yeah, exactly. couscous. Yeah, okay. Which I found really so, interesting. But here's the thing, right? And you just yelled at me. For anybody who has kids <laughs> or anybody who's ever cooked dinner ever, it's like hectic. There's things going on. Oh. One kid like tugging on my sleeve being like, what are we doing tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, fucking no. I'm just, just giving a goddamn <laughs> second. Swear. No, I didn't, didn't swear. swear. No, I didn't swear. No, I didn't talk like that. But um. <laughs> And the other baby's like screaming in the other room and, and you're you're dealing with her. And then Claire's like, the chicken's burning, which by the way, it wasn't. It was under control. And then she's like, but you know the history of couscous? And I'm like, I could not think of a thing that I could give less of a fuck about than the history of couscous. And you're like, you don't even know what I'm going to say. And I'm like, you're going to say they put this couscous in and everything, all, it absorbs all the water all in the a dish. Juices. Like I understand how couscous works and I do not you care. you cooking it with boiling water. Yes, because I thought the, the, the dish was the couscous. 
course, was cooked separately. I know, and this is why, dear <laughs> listeners, I Which, was helping and, him and because I of, cook it but all the that time. Part of the it was my that part of the that part of the <laughs> scenario is useful to me. But if you're like, do you know couscous dates? I don't know. <laughs> I don't and I don't care. But I'd already told you the strategy and then I thought, while I'm telling you it, I'll also tell you what I learned as I was cooking this particular recipe. Irrelevant. Anyway. You could have told me literally any irrelevant piece of information then and it would have been anyway, just as it important It may or may not me. come to as a surprise to you that James is not like being told what to do. I do not. On any level, even if. He does also, know that what wasn't being told what to do. That was that again. That was irrelevant information. No, I was telling you not to burn the chicken and to just chuck the couscous in the, the pot. The thing about chicken is clear. The way I was cooking it, it was it was searing it. It was right at the precipice of me flipping it over and putting all the water in you so had I could it simmer all, down. All right. I knew exactly all what right. I was doing. All right, you just okay. Here's the other thing that you might find entertaining about James when he cooks. He gets so stressed. And he can't do anything else no, no, other than no. cook. Here's the thing. And if anyone asks him anything Claire, else while no. he's cooking, I literally cook almost no, every night. No, that is not true for one. And, and, and he's always it's stressed. only stressful always stressed. when you poke your nose in and you're like, what's no. going on? I'm like, it's get away stressful. from me. And you also take I, I, so I long. I actually like it. You take so long. But I take so long because I clean as I go. I'm like, no. you, you're a hurricane. You yeah, upturn every pot in the kitchen. I'm a hurricane. You use every yes, glass. I am a hurricane. You know why? And I'm sure so. <laughs> Some people on the podcast will relate to this. <laughs> Why are we having an argument about cooking on the show? Anyway, I'm sorry, new listeners. It's not normally like this. Anyway, it's by exactly the way, like let this. me get back to this <laughs> argument. By the way, I, James, ba- I banged out. James cooks. Speaking of, I banged out that meal. And you can't talk to him while ma- you're cooking. No. Like, just stop interrupting. I can't. Well, this is what happens because <laughs> you pop your head in and you're like, why are you doing it that way? And I'm like, do you want to take over? Because I've got a whole balance but of everything. You- I know exactly where I am in every moment of it. <laughs> and then having somebody go in and go, excuse me, do you know couscous when it was first developed? <laughs> anyway, we should start the, what we the show is actually about. We should start the actual show. However, all I'm saying is oh you don't God. like being interrupted when you're doing a thing. And our Who son likes being interrupted? It's exactly the same. Who and likes being interrupted? People. Yeah, because I get interrupted literally every minute of the so day. So do I. No, our son is exactly This podcast the same. is literally you interrupting me. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to the show. We recommend you things, and James is up first. Recommend away. Oh, P.S. We are currently We've in gone into extreme lockdown. Maybe that's why tensions lockdown. are a little high. <laughs> just, just slightly high. Do you know something I read? We currently live in Melbourne, for any listener who does not know, in Australia. How am I going to see Tanette, Claire? <laughs> lockdown doesn't come you, up until September 13th. You said to me that you think you can apply to the government for a permit. To go, to go Well, I was looking into it. I have to a quite, movie. If I do it. You don't understand, Claire. I have to see this movie. And the other thing is, if I do, go and see it. I have to quarantine for two weeks either side. So if I see this movie, I'm out for a month. You are not allowed to do that. That is your dream. Quarantine for a month in a hotel room on your own. You'll get all the things done and no one will interrupt you. No, but someone's going to come in and give me COVID, which is what's been happening (laughs) in this fucking country. Anyway, but it's just such a strange world we've found ourselves in, which currently might be why we've started this podcast with an argument. Maybe. should get into it. Speaking of personal crises... Anyway, Anywho, let's, let's, recommend let's get some stuff. recommending uh, stuff. Sure. Well, you old boot. <laughs> You're doing a lot of finger guns at me with that one. Uh, 
Ooh, so pachow, pachow. Gotcha. You never know where I'm going to shoot you know. from the hip with my old boot in. It's true. Now, if you uh, stick a boot in you. Did you see Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems. Gems with Adam Sandler? Uh, no, you told me movie? to. Didn't watch it. Yeah, it's pretty harrowing. So I thought, I'm going to go back. I'm, look, I'm loving some Robert Pattinson at the moment. He's the new Batman, obviously. Robat, uh, Bat, and Bat. Bat, 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 and Bat, yes, which is filming at the moment. He's also, uh, he's also, of course, in the new movie Tenet, which Mason and I talked about on our more successful oh, podcast. Oh, the very recent release. Very recent re- release in <laughs> Melbourne, even though it's been out everywhere else for like six well, months. And James had an existential crisis because we've been locked down for so long and that was the thing that broke you. It wasn't not being able to see people. It really did. It wasn't the social distancing. Nah, it wasn't the masks. Don't care. It wasn't not being able to get your hair cut. Nah, but Tenet sent you over the edge. It did. And then you said you came back and I thought you would be like, the first time I've been in a cinematic <laughs> experience, movies of my life, I'm so happy. And I was like all prepped and ready for you to be coming all like skipping in daisies. And I was like, you didn't even say anything. You just walked in and made yourself a sandwich. Yeah. And I was like, James, how was it? And you're like, yeah, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? You went in and he's like, oh. If I could have got it home, we would just watch it at home. hundred percent. What? hundred percent. You don't, you, you and our son, mate. I'd forgotten <laughs> that I hadn't seen a movie <laughs> since Bloodshot. Like it didn't occur to me. That, but it had tortured you that you couldn't go. Oh, no, it, it just was just that the seeing of it. I don't it. care where I see it. Uh, I watched it on an iPhone <laughs> vertically. God, you're the way such Quibi a bloody, miserable sod, aren't you? Miserable. I just don't have a preference you for You and our son, you're like very similar and you're both just so grumpy and you don't like doing anything. It's true. Oh, mate. He's keen to teach us Cotton Don that he doesn't like doing anything either. He's up to, yeah. And he thinks it's a secret that she doesn't that was know. <laughs> that he hates he going to this, Bush Kinder. Well, I should go on to this. He does this thing called Bush Kinder where they go out in the, in the, in the wilderness. Not the wilderness. They go to like a park, like a nature reserve, and they do it every week for a few hours. And I force him to do it because and I knew put, he would hate it. Yeah, they put on gum boots and like waterproof pants and they run around. And as I did at that age, he fucking hates it. <laughs> but he doesn't tell, like he tells us, but he doesn't tell her. And I'm like, tonight at dinner, we're like, did you tell your teacher that you don't like it? And he goes, no, it's a, I keep it a secret. <laughs> Yeah. And there's a group photo. I wish we could post it. <laughs> so funny. Of kid, Bush Kinder. And all the kids are lined up on this lovely log in the sunshine. The teachers are beaming. They're all like all in different colours, just looking like joyful. All these mates, like cheeky grins, arms around each other. And there's our little dude on the end <laughs> with the death stare <laughs> of the century. And I bought him these bright yellow gumboots. Yeah. So he sticks out like a sore thumb yeah. and he's just He just hates, hates it. it. He pretends yeah. to be Batman and goes into one of the bush huts yeah. and refuses to get I out. Understand that. I told you this. We've got to get on with this. But look, I'll just tell, quickly tell the story. When I was a kid about his age, they uh, I, I went out on this like it was like this little scout kind of thing. It wasn't scouts but it was something like that. And they're like, we're going to go and cook damper, which is like this form of like it's an Australian Bush bread. It's just, I see. He is. Bit, I love it. It's so great. You cook it, and no. then you have it with butter and jam. It's always my favorite thing. But it's to be bad. fair, I love bloody everything. Yeah, it's bad bread, right? And there was a <laughs> no, moment. It's like a it's nice terrible. scone. No, it's, it's not good. Delicious. I remember there was a moment that they took us out to like this relatively remote place. It wasn't that, but you know, they're like, so the bush in many ways is like a, it's like an orchestra. And all the sounds of the bush that they make music, if you listen for the birds and the swooshing of the trees and the animals and the, and the cracking of twigs and bark and, you know, and all that kind of thing. So if you close your eyes, you'll hear like the music of the bush, right? And so everybody closes their eyes for like a minute. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just listening and I'm like, 
just sounds like fucking birds, mate. Like I didn't even, I'm like, there's no rhythm to this. It's just like, ah! just like, and leaves like rustling. I'm like, this is just, this is like nature. Like I don't, there's no, there's no tune. And just, in that story is the fundamental <laughs> difference between me and you because we did that exact same activity when I was a kid and I lost myself sick just dreaming up music. Like I was bloody, I still do it now. I literally recorded a video on my Instagram this morning of me just like out under a tree. Don't tell me it's, don't tell me it's music. Don't tell me it's fucking music. Cause it's not. <laughs> that was not set up, but that I literally did that. But it's James. It's I'm not one of those guys thing. who's like, like certain music, spirit like thing. rap music is a music or opera is a music. Cause I don't like it or whatever. All all music is valid. This is not music. It's just nature sounds. It's just nature sounds. There's a reason why you can't be like, oh, the number one track this week is three minutes of fucking tree swaying in the wind. What about like Enya? That's different. Anyway, I got to do this. We got to move on. We got to get on. It's gone for way too long. That's hilarious. I know. Anyway. I actually have a question for you just before we start recommending things to you. Hello, listener. I hope you're doing okay out there. Me too. I think that too. I actually have more concern. Um, All right. This is my question. Yes. Will you paint my toenails for me? You already asked me this off air. So you're trying to make this but an you haven't done it. No, oh, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm getting it on air oh. and before next week. So when we meet next this week. It's one of those things that make me some kind of cuck. Is that, is that one of those situations? <laughs> soy boy. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. You're soy boy Colin Farrell painting my toenails. I won't do a very toenails. good job, but I'll do it, yeah. Will you let me film it for Instagram? Yeah, whatever. Cool, excellent. Content, James. Collings, edit this out. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I have a lovely pink shade and I have not had my toenails painted and I bloody can't reach them. I can't even see my freaking toes. Fine. We'll do, do that. I even have feet anymore? Who bloody knows? We'll do that. We'll pluck your eyebrow and we'll get on with it. All right. We'll be back next week, won't we? We will with this episode entitled James has painted Claire's toes. We'll see. I'm Collings, so. Don't forget to edit all that out. <laughs> don't forget. All right. I did say I had something for you. Oh, no. I know. I got something. It's not a good smile. I got something for you. You know how last week I, you said that you were going to paint my toes? <laughs> and then you didn't paint my toes. I thought I've locked you in here and I bought you some nail polish remover <laughs> and also some beautiful pink potato polish. And I think that you should try and paint them on air. You have lost your mind if you think <laughs> I'm going to do that. I also that. bought a towel and tissue. I should have known when you came in Come with the towel. Come over here. There's a chair strategically placed <laughs> right in front of me. This is absolutely. No, we're going to do it. If it's really shit and it doesn't work, All then right, we fine. can always edit it out. Come on over, ah! man. i got to bring my This is love. Over. This is love. No, this is entrapment. <laughs> Yeah, well, you still haven't done it. I can't reach them and I can't go into hospital with manky ass so bloody I hairy toes. So I get your hairy toes? Well, then, yeah, I, I didn't to, tell you that bit, did I? I have to get the nail haven't seen a waxer off. for a while. Yeah, you have to take it off first. You're a real piece of work, you well, know I can't that? Bl- How can I bloody put the nail polish on and take it off? I can't reach my toes right, put either your way. Up. Put your weird gross monkey feet up. All right, okay, so first up. I'm I know just, how to get nail polish off, Do Claire. you? Of course when I do. When have you ever done taking nail polish off I've been ever to some parties as a teenager. <laughs> hanging out with girls, you're braiding your hair, you give it your toes. <laughs> okay, so I have to paint a real picture here. We're doing this is a bit like a breakfast show bit, isn't it? That they would do. Jim, I'm going to get my phone and I'm just going to like film you over here with your lovely haircut as well. God damn, this so is Liz, strong. It's pa- like yeah, paint this stripper. Nail you goose. You're a real piece of work. You know that. <laughs> Embarrass me in front of my podcast. 
Your podcast? Yeah, my other no. podcast. My boss Okay, so you're podcast. taking good. That's one foot done. There you know, there's going to be some this. people who pay good money for this video. You're going to get some real creeps <laughs> on there. What? Are you taking nail polish no, yeah, off people, my toes? Are you kidding me? Feet's like a huge thing. What? It's a huge like subsection. What of, do you mean? What do they? You don't get know out like that feet are not like a Ugh. like what a do huge. People like to do with them, like suck the toes or something. Yeah, don't, I'm getting high just smelling this. <laughs> How quickly do I have to this do is this? Some quality, pretty quickly because it's it's quickly getting very boring. Is it? I'm, I'm, really I'm sorry it. that this thing that you sprung <laughs> on me isn't exciting. <laughs> this is going to be a video and. It's going to be like it's going to be like Mr. Sunday hair. movies. They're going to be like Mr. Sunday movies is a real cuck. I always knew it because he does <laughs> things, SJW. He, yeah, he does things for his things for his wife that he loves. He's what an absolute <laughs> pathetic human being. I'm actually quite impressed. You look, need guys. to get a closer look. It's not that good. How good is it? All well, right, I'm zooming in. Is that the show? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to do some recommendations. Oh my god! Hang on, I'm taking my mic back to. My All right, state. he's taking his mic. I'm filming you. All right. Uh, you know you can review the show. Why would you after this debacle? <laughs> I should have known with that sinister look on your face. But come back next week if you want. If you want. Watch or me not. perform other beauty routines and regimens. <laughs> your favorite type. Oh my god. Look, as long as you bring more chemicals that I can inhale while I do it, I think we're gonna be all right. I'm really impressed. You did a good job. I was hoping for more hilarity. I feel like maybe we should delete it. So what people that. don't know about me is that I'm a very sensitive soul. I got many skills. Very, I can dunk a basketball, I can paint a toenail. I got soft little hands. <laughs> Look at these calluses from doing chin-ups all day. Oh, yeah. Well, on your chin-up bar that you attach to the door frame. I love it. It's my favourite thing Good in the world. Good Lord. All right. All right. I talk way too much about chin-ups. You talk about chin-ups a bloody lot. I'm also not that good at chin-ups. I should. Re- I, no, I think is. I'm brag. I'm too Well, okay, the other thing, just we've gone way over time, but the other thing that you like to do that this pandemic has stopped you from doing, yeah. it's a tragedy, is that you like to go to the playground and while the other dads are on their phones just hanging out, you like to find a specific little bar and do some chin-ups and, and show up all the other I'm not, dads. I'm not to show up. It's just you've got to get your fitness in where they are. I don't do it and look over and go, <laughs> what are you looking at, dickhead? It's just a <laughs> thing that I like to do. And then I let all the mums come over and yeah. touch my muscles. <laughs> look at your butt. I, I like it. I think it's great. I'm always like, look at my man. Don't look, look at, at me. Look at my sexy man. Don't look at me. Uh, I, I know you love me talking video games. And there's a documentary you know based. I have to give the people based what they want. On the book of the same name called Console Wars. It's everybody's jam. I got so many emails about your bloody Mario You're obsession. Right. All right. Have a serious question for you about this. I love questions. On a scale of one to ten, how bad do you think the haircut is that I gave us on oh today? My God. <laughs> oh, I wish the scale went higher. I mean that ten being the the worst. <laughs> So what happened, guys, is we were about to drop him off at um, his nan and bars. Yeah. And he's had another haircut in like 10 months because hairdressers have been shut for like most of the year and I missed that little window when they were open for a tiny bit. And so I just got sick of looking at you as well because James's hair was also terrible and I just decided I'd get the clippers like James's beard trimmer out. And I asked him and he's like, yeah, yeah, grab it upstairs. Like, put the, I said, put the <laughs> guard really on it. Bent. And I thought you were just going to trim the back. <laughs> I didn't. I thought the guard was like a cap. No. So I didn't put the guard on and I just sat him in front of Paw Patrol and I just went, okay, it's time. We've got to go out the door. I'll just quickly do this. I've never cut anyone's hair. <laughs> it's not something you can quickly do. And she took it 
lowest settings, like the lowest settings you can put some, put something on, like to the bone, and just rat it up the back of his head. And because his hair's so thick, he has beautiful hair. Oh no, uh, face looks so sad. It was like you dug a trench into his head. And I'm just, I came, you're like, ah, uh, James. And I came out and I'm just like, what the fuck have you done? I've never seen you look so mad at it me. It was so you bad. You were so mad. You kept walking back and forth going, what the fuck? What the fuck? We have to go to kidnap. son is just sitting there on the chair. He has to go to kidnap. Next week. Oh, my God. And you were just like, you had those crazy eyes where you were really I'm like, like I looking can't, at like, me like, who we have am to I shave, I'm like, do we have to shave his head? He looks horrible. Like, we can't. Why did you do this? Like. But anyway, I fixed it. You really did. I fixed it. I went to his grandparents. They have like a home set of hair clippers and I like gave him a bit of a fade and I evened it out and it's not perfect. No, but I, I mean, fixed he's still it. Got a few holes. He's got a few holes in his head. Clear it's bald. Only lasts a week. That'll grow out in a week. All but right. yeah, so and then okay. and then off the back of that I'm like, I gotta cut my fucking hair. Yeah, so and you did a great cut there. on your head. So in the end it all worked out. You cut the lawn. Cut your own hair. Yeah. You fixed Feels your good, son's man. hair. I'm short hair. Yeah. I know. Wow. I've been bloody telling you. You were worried you were going bald. Oh, it was because it was so long and thin. Yeah, but... I know. I've been telling you. You need to listen Too to me. Too straight. But I've now, been telling look you how so thick long. and luxurious this is and grey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get a haircut, man, if you can. Do it yourself. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut the grass. I'll cut, cut your hair. hair. Me, let me come around here. I'll See, cut your hair. So I feel Claire like. Claire will in start the your haircut and I'll finish it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I think because you had flashbacks to all the terrible times yeah. you had your hair cut as a kid. Was a kid yeah. We worked that out later. There was a <laughs> lot of anger. It was so much anger directed at me that I just felt sick in my I stomach. I wasn't yelling. I felt, no, I you weren't. <laughs> but I, I know you. You don't get angry very often. And there was just this energy coming off you, like I had just murdered somebody. Like it was like if I'd murdered a, the, our family cat, and you'd looked at it and just were like, "What the fuck have you done?" <laughs> on the couch after you left with our baby just like looking at her being like I'm a terrible parent I'm well, the I'm worst like, person well, I'm there like bloody Picasso like <laughs> working my way around his head trying to fix it up well I think in the end successfully I planned this so that you would cut your own you hair as well and yeah. also finish cutting his hair because I didn't know how to do it so really we should all be thanking yeah you did, a great, you did a great job Claire okay your turn what boring thing have you got now oh no it was happy is happy. Is it a song? Because uh, you're happy, happy, okay. long. So this is called. If you feel like uh, a room without a roof. Because I'm happy, oh, happy, long. If you don't like anything. Feel like a happiness in a trip. I just don't think it's a very good song. You don't say that about uh, You don't like anything. No, I like lots of things. No. I like this movie. It's called Love and Monsters. You know what, you, what songs you like? Mm. Sad sack songs. I do like sad sack songs. Real sad. Uh, Love and Monsters, directed by Michael Matthews. It stars Dylan O'Brien, Jessica Henwick and Michael Rooker. Is it a movie about my love of you because you're a monster? <laughs> I don't think, no, it's not obviously about that, Claire. Don't you think that's something we both would have heard of and people would have emailed the show about if that's what it was about? Claire. Look, you didn't start off as a monster, but slowly your face is caving in on It's yourself. true. I saw a photo myself the other day and I'm like, who the fuck is that? I've done all my ageing in my 30s. You look before that, I just looked the same. I hit 32. I wonder what happened. Which was the age we started having kids now, I think about it. Yeah, it's really ageing, yeah. isn't it? Anywho. Anyway, uh, so stop me if you've heard this before, but this is a post-apocalyptic film, oh right? Oh, Lord. But it's with a twist, Mason. 
Whatever your fucking name is. Oh my god. That is not the first time that that has happened. It's not. And I've also called Mason Claire as well. At least it's only during the podcast. It would be awkward (laughs) in other situations. (laughs) Uh, So. Let's all calm down. Come on. Yeah. Cool. And the other thing I wanted to say, and this is criticism I have of the movie that you recommended last week, Love and Mm. Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Because I started watching it and immediately I thought, oh. Written by dude. Did you finish Love and Monsters? I did. Okay. And they it annoyed have a big crab, me. They have a big crab fight at yeah, the end. Yeah, I know. And you were like, oh, wait till you get to the end. There's a crab fight. Yeah, I know, but it was bullshit. And this is why it was <laughs> bullshit. Here I go. Here I go. Because, A, all of the women in it were seen through the lens of the main character who is like a white dude, right? Yeah. And so every woman in that, every female character was either, even the bloody dog, there was a dog in it called Boy and his most interesting female character in it was dead and he just carried around her red dress all the time. The dog was a boy in real life. So how could they write write it? See, yeah, they, this maybe, is what I mean. And anyway, in Love and Monsters, right, so there's his mum who he spends the whole time, and this is the problem with so much, and particularly when it's written by a man, yeah. it's because they write women in relation to them. So it's their mother, their girlfriend, and even you're like, oh, wait for the kick-ass. No, let me continue. There was a big crab fight. Yeah, but I know, but <laughs> whatever. And I enjoyed it. Like I'm not saying it was a terrible movie, but I couldn't enjoy it enough because I kept getting irritated by the way that the women were portrayed. So also even the character that you're like, oh, wait a minute, and there's like a girl in it, like a young girl who's got kind of like a father figure. She's lost her family. I do that, yeah. And she, you know, she's still written in this way where she ends up learning from him, from the main character, and also the fatherly kind of figure talks to her a lot as well. So yeah. it's – and then even when he finally, you know, spoiler alert – you know, reunites with the girl that he's like done the whole thing for, for the quest. And she's ending up being this kind of like perfect woman who's badass and kick-ass and great and also like looks after an entire colony and then, you know. They have a crab fight. They have a crab fight and then there's like a fight between a villainous woman and her. Yeah, that and I, that's gratuitous. Yeah, it's always it was a, gratuitous. It's the same like time, two yeah. sexy women fighting. And then yeah. in the end, like she initially used to be like, well, I'm not really into you because the other guy, uh, the man died and so I, I couldn't possibly, you know, get with some <laughs> other man. I'm like, fuck off. It's the end of the world. Of course you would get with another guy. Anyway. And, th- Wait, and that, that annoyed me. And then they kiss at the end and she's like, oh, that was amazing. And I just, it really irritated me because I felt like there were no, even the bloody robot, there's a robot in it and that's the other female character and the robot just exists to be a vacuum for his own memories. <laughs> like it blood, and it's like his mum flashes up on the screen and she's like, oh, I'll give you my last charge so you can call the girl that you want and also stare at your mother and now I'm dead. <laughs> Seriously, it fucking, I just exploded in a pit of rage and I was like, this is why women need to write their own stories. And if you're a woman out there listening to this or you're a partner of a woman or a friend of a woman who is a writer, she needs to write the thing so we have more representation and more stories by women for women so the women's characters are complicated and flawed and interesting and funny and it's bullshit. And also Parkinson this week said that women aren't funny and fuck that guy. I used to really like Parkinson. Is he alive? Sorry, I'm really angry. <laughs> I can tell. Did he really say that? <laughs> yes. I didn't even he know really he was did. alive. There's an article this week on Twitter. Fucking hell. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. All right. Moving on. I thought the crab fight was really good. 
Yeah, I can't look, disagree with I, any look, of that. I really, yeah. and this is the thing, I, it was a fun monster movie. You're right, and I didn't see a lot of that. Like, you're right, I can't disagree with it. Mm. No, because the um, main dude looked a lot like you. Uh, yeah, come on, Claire, <laughs> don't patronise me with how, I don't look anything like Dylan McBrien, <laughs> O'Brien. Anyway, I thought, I like Jessica Henwick, who fought the big crab. Yeah, of course you would. She was like sexy and cute and smart. No, I, you know, she's in other things. She was also she's in, in Star the Wars. She's in yeah, like but a bunch listen, of stuff. Also, she's the trope of the dream girl. She's the trope of the dream girl, which walks the very fine See, line, listen for a minute, of being <laughs> girl next door, also sexy but doesn't know it, very smart and great at looking after everybody and also able to fight a crab sexily with a villainous I can't woman. argue with that. But uh, what I will say is I like the fact that he turned up there being like, we're in love and we'll get together. And she was like, I don't really know you. I thought that was an interesting, like, but then it, that all like turned around no, by the end. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. But and he kissed her. Wouldn't it have been and more... he didn't ask her. He, she, he left and then he turns around and he's like, actually. And then he walks up to her, grabs the back of her head and kisses her, <laughs> doesn't ask her. Yeah, you shouldn't do no, that. Why do blokes think that, 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 they, that. that women just want them to do that? You it shouldn't do that. fucking every movie. You gotta, if you, look, the first time you want to kiss a woman. I'm what, sorry, I'm Now listen, rage. listen, I'm going to solve this. If you ever want to kiss a woman, you get down on one knee and you take them by the hand after you ask them whether you can hold the hand and then you say, may I please? Have the privilege and honour of giving you a big ostrich. <laughs> that is the only way to do it. Yeah. All I do, and I look, all of this is really complicated, right? Because so much of relationships and sex and and working out when you can kiss someone or not is based on non-verbal cues. Sure. But I always just think checking consent is always the best way to go forward. If yeah. you're unsure, ask. That can be quite cute to be like. Can I kiss you now? You yeah. know, that's and also cute. quite devastating when they're like, nah. Yeah, but, but good. that would be better, also. Correct. Than, than getting, moving in, than moving the... in and getting like a. Cheap. Oh my god! Much better. Always yeah. ask. Always check. Mm. That's my golden rule. All right. Also, fight giant crabs. Yeah, that was cool. I, I like the, the crab fight was good. Yeah, I like the monsters. I mean, seriously, the girl that was the most interesting character, clearly she'd been surviving on her own with a dog in a bus. Had all these, and no, and she's not even in the fucking movie. <laughs> she had like all these like amazing artwork on the wall. She'd been like scribbling around. She looked totally badass and I was like, oh, great, there's going to be an interesting. No, she was dead and she didn't come back for the entire movie. I agree. It was a good movie. <sighs> anyway, okay. <laughs> My turn to recommend something. Yes, other than, please do. Um, exploding in rage. All right, okay. Uh, so what I'm going to talk about is called Z for, uh, for Zachariah. It's directed by Craig Zobel. It's based on the book of the same name. It came out in 2015. Again, never heard of it before. It popped up on Stan, I think. But it stars Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie is a bloody She's great. Star. Really good. She also produces her own stuff. Yeah, star. she does, wow. um, which is cool. Which, um, is, which means she gets way more interesting roles. Yes. And really I, She's clearly roles. gone out of her way and I think it's similar to what someone like Nicole Kidman's done or Reese Witherspoon where if you want these kind of roles and you want to play these interesting characters, you need to take particular if you're control. a woman. Yeah. It also shows that by doing that, people want to see the things that you make. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Reese Witherspoon has been such a um, trailblazer in lots of ways for doing that. Yeah, she's, it's great. She's good, I like her. But and got paid got by hard. a lot, a lot of money from Quibi. I found out recently from Mason on our more successful podcast. Ah, yeah. Quibi. What's Quibi? Oh, really? You don't know? No. Okay. What's Quibi. Uh, short breakdown. So imagine a streaming service, right? But it only comes to your phone, and it and it has episodic content with stars you love, like a Chrissy Teague and a Reese Witherspoon or whatever. But they're only in four minute chunks, and you can watch them this way on your phone, horizontally, <laughs> or this way. Isn't that it's, just it's Quibi like, stands for quick bites? And imagine isn't that say just Instagram. Yes, 
And imagine, say, you raise $1.75 billion because you're one of the former CEOs at Disney to get this thing off the ground. And imagine it launches in the peak of a pandemic when people are starved for content, but you also don't have an app, so it goes to your television. So you can also watch it not only on your phone, but watch it on your television screen. But you didn't do that. Imagine if you didn't do that. It was strictly home. And imagine, say, you wanted to share that content because you're enjoying it, but there's copyright systems in place on your on the app, which means you can't screenshot it or take clips and post them online to show people you're enjoying a show. <laughs> and imagine... <laughs> That after six months of you trying to get this thing working and giving out hundreds of thousands of free subscriptions and you were aiming to get 7.6 million people by the end of the year on board, you only had 300,000. Imagine. (laughs) And then imagine Imagine. that on top of that you're hemorrhaging money literally every day because you pumped so much resources into stars who to produce content and then didn't promote it properly and nobody knows what this thing is. Well, I'd never heard Ima- of it. And imagine just say last week <laughs> they decided to fire all the 200 people who work on this app and close it all down and return whatever money is left to investors. And imagine you're Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, and you come in to talk about doing a show and the and one of the executives from that from Disney says you know what you'd be great as? You could do exercise classes like Jane Fonda. <gasps> <laughs> oh so that's Quibi in a nutshell. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is totally someone who doesn't understand social media. It's like it's crazy. Whoa. Like every step that they took was like that's the wrong step. <laughs> Anywho. Stands for quick bites. Oh. There's a story. Well, we'll say that's not a bad name. Yes, it is. There's a. <laughs> there's a. They did a. They did a short form. Uh, short story where it's a woman who uh, gets her arm removed. Quick bite. Quick, she gets, yeah, she gets her arm removed, and so they give her a golden arm. But the golden arm is slowly poisoning her. But she's so in love with the golden arm that she doesn't want to remove yeah, it. Is this real? It's real, and it poisons her. And that's the show. It's called the Golden Arm. Hey, so, but it's a show. That's it's, all, not it's a twenty-minute like it... show in four-minute chunks. God, I want to watch a show in four-minute chunks. Yes, you do, Claire. <laughs> you can get Quibi. It shuts down early December, so you've still got time. You could just put that on Facebook. You could. And imagine you go to sell this app, but then when you go to sell it because you're hemorrhaging money, the deals that you made with creators mean that the creators still own all their content. So anything that you made for Quibi, you do not have the license to. Imagine that. <laughs> That's Quibby. Anyway, <laughs> we should wrap this the up. The glee with which you share about this is hysterical. And this is the, my favourite one. Obviously, also just have a bloody laugh. Listen to some pods. we got a lot of pods happening. Um, so listen to some podcasts, make some funny laughs, do a little dance. We've been listening to a lot of music. Yeah, music. Doing and- a lot of dancing at our house. Agreed. Not saying that we're not finding this really tough. We don't get to do this every day. Um, but it's something we're trying, so be kind to yourself because some days you'll just fall into a slump and watch the news all day and want to cry. But these are kind of helpful. This is the best technique. I got this from Brene Brown, but this is like a common technique used by um, Navy SEALs and police officers and athletes and nurses. Shooting a gun, bang, bang. (laughs) Yes, it is shooting a gun. No, in people who work in highly stressful situations all the time. It's called square or box breathing. Have you heard of this? I have actually, but I, I, yes, I have, but what is it? Yeah, okay, right. It's really simple because I, for the life of me, I know I should meditate and like, I don't know, all that other stuff. Seems really hard. But I've found when I get overwhelmed, I just do this technique literally. I breathe in for four, I hold for four, 
I breathe out for four, I hold for four. So it's a square. Hence square or box breathing. Oh. Yeah, and it's really, it's scientifically proven to shift your energy, connect you more deeply with your body, calm your nervous system and decrease stress. And so I found myself just stopping and doing that when I get really overwhelmed, which is bloody happening on and off all the time. Okay. So you're going to do it I with me. I think it's in um, Long Shot. Yeah, it would be. It's really proven, um, you know, Navy SEALs use it all the time in the Army. And regular SEALs use it. We're going to do it all together now. Are we? Yeah. You ready? I'm going to make you do it, old stress ball over there. Okay, you ready? I know, you don't want to do it, but I'm making it. That's me breathing out. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Okay, ready? In for four. (sighs) Hold for four. Out for four. Hold for four. Okay, you totally ruined that. That's how I breathe. If you don't anyway. like it, everybody's different. You don't remember <laughs> anyway, that. Anyway, if you're listening to this podcast, it's a good I idea. You, you should do it. it. Don't yeah. you feel better already? No. I didn't really do it properly, so no. no but I will exactly. do it properly. After the show, mm, yeah, I'll take the time. You can never be bloody serious, this bloke. Why should I? Everything sucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thinking of getting on with it, uh, the documentary that I'm recommending this week is Highbrow on HBO. HBO, but other places which we'll talk about Wait, in I the ad. It ties into the I think it's supposed to be I H. Say, it is. A, I say H too, but I say because believe me, the amount of people that correct me on how to say H is a lot. A lot, yeah. Anyway, the Last Dance is a sports documentary. I'm not a super big basketball guy, right? No, as in like like my stature, <laughs> but also in general. Like I like basketball. I played a little bit. Like I enjoy okay. playing it. Let let us reframe that. You are not a big sport guy. The sport you don't watch any of the sport. No, I don't watch sport, but I like sport. Like no, I no, like, you don't. What sport? I like I like playing and like and running and what, basketball and stuff what, like that. What sport? Do any you play? sport? Honestly, I don't play what any at the moment. What sport do you play? I like like running around and stuff. Yeah, and doing that's stuff. not sport. That's fitness. What are we talking about here? Because you are trying to tell these listeners that you were some kind sporty. of sport aficionado. I'm not, but I'm saying I don't hate I have, it. I have known you for 14 years. I have never once seen you sit down voluntary to watch any I'm kind of sport. I'm not talking about watching sport. I don't watch sport. Fuck sport. I don't care. <laughs> and that yeah. is the goddamn truth. I don't truth. need to see dudes run around crashing into each other or women. Tapping women can butts. be sport too. Women do great Yeah, sports. I'm not against it. I just don't care. Like, it's just not my Thank thing. You. That's yeah. all I wanted but to do But that acknowledge. being said, I like physical activity. Like, I like yes. playing basketball and, like, I like kicking the football you like getting, and like You that. like being fit and active yes, and healthy. That's, that's what I'm great. saying. You don't like the sport. No. You don't see the point of it. Cricket is the stupidest thing that's ever <laughs> existed. I remember you played basketball for a while and you didn't wear your glasses or a lot of it, so you just used to drop the ball or get hit in the face. And yeah, you're like, that's why I, see? I was bad at it. No, you went, when you wore glasses, you played much better. <laughs> Anyways. There, I mean, you couldn't – it was only up from where I started. Sure. Though I played in like a D-grade team and we used to play lots of mums in their like 40s. And which I is got, now you. Yeah, which is – I'm not – don't even start with my confusing. I'm 34. Thank you very much. Ooh, over midway. Yes. yes. What? No. To 40. Young. From your life. Are you serious? Yeah, you've been over. You are the one that is on the precipice of 40. What are you saying to me right Colin now? Old man Colin Farrell. What are you saying to me right now? I'm saying you're the pre- on the precipice of 40. What are you saying to me right now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying to you? Because I'm saying what are you saying to, to me you? right now? <laughs> Stop. It's so anyway. Back to my story that was scintillating. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was doing a recommendation. I'm sorry to interrupt Nobody your story with my recommendation. recommendation. Everyone's in isolation. No 
one cares. <laughs> Who cares? Well, then why Let am I your even eyebrow here? grow out. Yeah. That's what I say. Anyway, what's your um, dumb no, story? All I was going to say, it's not even that fun. These mums like challenged us to a fight in the car park. Did you do it? Because I, no, of course not. Weak. I'm not violent. No, I have tiny cuck. wrist. I would be violent. <laughs> I've never been called a cuck before. <laughs> oh, get used to it. And I appreciate it. All I was going to say was I can't get into fights because I've got tiny, tiny wrists. Yeah. And you I hurt my wrist. I want to be in a fight. I it's could never punch incredibly anyone. incredibly dangerous. If I had to, I would not punch. I would just kick because i got long legs. You would be. i got big leg you muscles. You would not do well kicking. <laughs> or I would jab with a jab. finger in the eye. Yeah, that would work actually. Or the balls. Go for the throat. Bing, bing. <laughs> I get in a lot of arguments with boomers that nearly resulted in Yeah, you do. My God, one day you're going to get punched. <laughs> Probably. There was that time when you were like really, you saw red when you were driving and then you pulled over and you thought the guy was going to pull over and you were going to get into a fight and he just drove away. I just want to clarify that that is not a true story. Are you that, serious? Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Story. And if it was a true story. Fight, you get fired up, And if mate. it was a true story, it happened before I met you and you weren't even there. Oh, but it's what? not a Are true story. I remember I was there when you came back. You were definitely back. not there because it also didn't happen. Oh, sure. Just like the time <laughs> you didn't get into a fight with a boomer in the park over a dog leash. That wasn't a fight. That was a conversation and he <laughs> lost control, not <laughs> me. he kept walking away. He was yelling, screaming. You don't even know who I am. You don't know who I am. Oh, God, we're really rambling tonight. The crazy thing is we still don't know who he was. <laughs> it's a mystery to this day. It's such a ballsy thing to say, isn't it? You don't know who I am. I'll like if we knew things. who he was, then the we would never. the things you could say to another person. <laughs> if only you knew that my like, name would was change? Claire Tonti, you would, would change never anything? have challenged me. Like unless yeah. he's like, I'm the president of fighting. I'm like, oh, no, not the president <laughs> of fighting. I had no idea who I was talking to. <laughs> He's the president of the sport and yeah, he knows he might you be. don't like Anyway, it. we've got to get back to this recommendation. Yes. So it's about the Chicago Bulls. The basket of balls. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean, like testicles? <laughs> I don't know why I like the word balls. I think it's funny. Balls. Moving right along. I'm okay. recommending a basket of balls. Me too. Just hairy old testicles in a ball in a basket. How many? Are they loose? What are we I would about? say there are 12. No, 11 because too one many. dude that donated only had one ball. To donate. Or he kept one for himself. And then you just send them to a friend and cheer them up because of isolation. And they fry them up. <laughs> no, not for eating. They fry them up and you eat them like popcorn. <laughs> While watching Save the Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Different the things. Space Jam Odyssey. No, no. All right, what's your next recommendation? I, I listened really well to your recommendation today. Don't okay. believe you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here he goes. He's yawning as well and stretching. And hello out there to any new parents. Mate. All oh, right. This shit sucks. Hey, <laughs> our daughter will probably be listening back in years to come and she'll be like, oh, my parents, they never loved me. From day one, they didn't no. even love me. My love for her is in no way impeded or hindered or like whatever by how much this sucks. I okay. love her. I would do anything for her. I would lay down my life on a train track with a bad villain in front of her, the train. I don't make any this sense. It's a lovemaking scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd lay is. down with a villain on a train I, I track. W- I would for her. I would any <laughs> any day of the week, mate. However, that does not mean that I love having to get up every five bloody minutes and have be very sore and try and keep someone alive with my boobs. It's real hard. <laughs> It's really hard and for some women maybe it's not hard. For me it's bloody 
freaking hard. Well, I think a lot of people kind of underplay how difficult it is. Yeah. Uh, get up. Oh, no. It's a baby. She's in here. Oh, little one. That's right. She's all right. She's cool. Yeah. She made her first pod appearance. Yay. Yay. Uh, so. Hello to suggestible listeners. It's the time to suggest things to you. Oh, That's yeah. right. You have to listen to this. There's nothing else oh, going no, no, on. no, no. You have to listen to it. No. Yes. No, they don't. Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Claire. James is here also. We're married. This is Suggestible Podcast. We also have a small baby here too. That's right. And um, she's got something to say. Hail Satan. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. That's her first words. Step back, baby. That was a big comp- That's a big statement for a small person. Goodness me. Anyway, well, she suggested things. So we just hope you're staying safe out there. Do what you got to do. Mask up if you can. Wash your hands. Be safe. Exactly. Build yeah. a spaceship. We may all need it. Oh my God, take me with you. <laughs> I know. What are you saying? What are you Actually, saying? No, take I like you it with here. You? Yeah, you like it here. <laughs> yeah. It's your home. You wouldn't cope anywhere else. No. Nah. You love your home. It's true. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's get straight to it. All right. I also, I don't know what happened to my voice then. Oh, I'm so sorry. So you can also email the show. It's suggestible. Oh my God. Do we even have any emails this week though? We've got so many emails and I've got one here. So uh, the title of this email is Thursday Therapy and a Van Gogh Musical. Oh my God. I know. So uh, if you want to email the show. Do you have to listen like this? (laughs) You can't. It's a visual. It's an audio medium. Yeah, I know, but it's a joke just for you. Oh, that's nice. Because he cut one of his ears off. So he's listening with one ear. <laughs> um, I can't, you can't see it, listener, but James has got his hand How does he wear spectacles? Because wouldn't they be crooked? Oh, Lord. All right. Can we just continue with this godforsaken nightmare a of a show? Oh, this, there's a mosquito in my it. face. Don't, like, wave it away. You're going to kill it. it. All right. Back to it. Um, you can email the show at suggestiblepod at gmail.com with your recommendations. We would love that. This one is from Joseph Heron. Hi, Claire and James. My name is Joseph Heron and I'm a listener from the UK, currently residing in London. Oh. I'm a long-time listener of James's more successful podcast, but I've been an avid listener of Suggestible from day one. Thanks, mate. Like many, this pandemic has proved difficult for me, causing me to miss two of my final terms of training at drama school. Oh, boo. And it's greatly impacted my mental health as so I spent two months of the UK's first lockdown living totally alone. <sighs> oh, mate. One thing that really kept me going was this podcast and I couldn't wait for it to come out each week. Aw, thanks, mate. That's so we nice. We appreciate that. Yeah, we really do. We genuinely do. And therefore I've taken to dubbing the show my Thursday therapy. Oh, mm. mate. Just for you. As I know both of you are somewhat fond of musicals, my recommendation is the cast recording of Starry the Musical. I love musicals and I'd never heard of this one. It's a concept album written by Kelly Linda Angelo and Matt DeHaan. The musical is a pop punk retelling of key events in the life of Vincent Van Gogh. I is it Goff or Go? I think it's. Uh... <laughs> 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 you're holding your nose. Why are you holding your nose? That's that one was... of my best jokes. This <laughs> came out so. There was no edit there. That was the speed in which I thought of and delivered that joke. Sometimes you really surprise me with your wit. I don't even. Other times you're a total idiot. I sometimes surprise myself. I'm not as funny as Mason or as quick as Mason, but I I could could get there every now and then. Every now and then you come out with an old gem. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. Look, a lot of people, which is so lovely, have just been recommending listening to our podcast. Well, we to know their friends, that. Which I really, really we bloody know that though, because we already do that one. We do it. I can't listen to this because I'm in it. Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, like maybe we wouldn't be going so crazy if we had another podcast to listen to with such excellent fans. Good point. <laughs> Anyway, Kay, James, what are you actually doing other than exercise to help you stay sane? Uh, I don't know. I'm just day, every, day to day, man. Just okay. day to day. Well, I'll list some day. things that we're doing. You know as what? A I'm family. tired from starting a viral uh, sensation. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. Like, my heart was like thumping after I was doing it because I was like watching it all roll in. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you heard me, but I got into bed and next to me, you, I was just going, <laughs> just like laughing at myself. Is that what you laughing yeah. at because I was so bloody tired and I look over and you're like, hey, and I said something like, go to bloody sleep. It's one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, hey. oh my God. Anyway, so dancing. I love it. Bruce Springsteen is actually one of my faves to, to get a boogie on, but there's loads on Spotify of just like really great dance. That's true. Tracks. If you go on Spotify, there's literally every song ever. No, what a great I recommendation. Mean, like, like, you're so bloody annoying. I just I'm mean, still annoying. You still got it. It's so freaking annoying. You're the worst. Okay, so there's a couple of playlists I've been listening to that have really got me going on the old Spotify's. Okay. One of which is called Even Flow, which has kind of like fun, uplifting songs on it, and it's really nice and I'm enjoying it. That's really fun. I love the so, this song Even Flow. Are you familiar with that song? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You, need, I don't, you guys don't know this, but hairdressers are currently shut in Melbourne. You don't like his, Pearl Jam? His grey hair's been like flooping around everywhere. You don't like Pearl Jam? You don't like the song Even Flow by Pearl Jam? Yeah, yeah okay. Well, no, I'm not be dancing to that. I'll be dancing Even to flow. September by Earth, Wind and Fire, one of my favourite tracks. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see his face right now. Anyway. Well, it's it's, 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 it's got a real through. rattle to it. I don't know what's going on. My speaker's got a bit of a tinny squeak Maybe it's tired it. from your viral campaign that you've been Probably. It's probably burnt about. out from, yeah, from is, such from viral success. It is, from all the genius success. that you're funneling into it every I had a friend message me today and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Who did you say? That was the thing. Oh, As in, like, are you? I so was it an are you? No, okay? it was more like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> well, at least I'm not alone. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Exercise has been a biggie. Getting yeah. out for walks, cooking pancakes, and currently creating knock knock jokes with our four year old. That's right. He's loving it, that's and he'll tell you if it's not a good joke. He will tell you. He delivered one today that was. He would bloody he nailed, nailed that. It. What was that? I can't even and remember. To be fair, the key to a knock joke joke, it doesn't necessarily have to make sense. The delivery. Yes, yeah, the joke. The delivery. It was not even funny. It, it wasn't, was just but the it was delivery. Good. It was a laugh. It was like a chi- about chips. I can't remember. It was chicken chip. That's right. He <laughs> <laughs> was like knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Chicken. Chicken chip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do my favorite one and then we'll finish the show. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Move! cow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, 
you tell that joke like multiple times a day and you still <laughs> cannot. So good. We've even got into What about my variation on it? All right, here he goes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting shoe. Inter- <laughs> interrupting shoe. <laughs> you can't see it, but as she's asking you, I put my foot up in the air. With his shoe Obviously, on. you have to have a shoe on. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. This is... <sighs> All right, shall we finish? Okay, I yeah. want to do one more variation. Right. Knock, knock. What? 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 <laughs> Who's there? Jay? Interrupting fish. Interrupting fish shoe. That's not an improvement on the shoe. Will they hear that? I don't know, Claire. In audio, like, did you hear my fish? <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Even. Even who? <laughs> <laughs> I just realised I haven't actually given a recommendation, so I'm just going to do it very quick. Sure. This is from Liz Lefevre. Hello, Claire and James. Love the pod. You guys are great. Let's get right to it. I'd like to suggest a book I read recently that I loved. It's called The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. It's Agatha Christie, ooh, who I love. I was going to say i It's Groundhog Day. It's a mysterious and suspenseful and brilliant book and the blurb goes like this, Evelyn Hardcastle will be murdered at 11pm. There are eight days and eight witnesses for you to inhabit. We will only let you escape once you tell us the name of the killer. Oh, it grips you right from the start and I couldn't put it down until I finished, which happened to be around 3am. Cool. I've seen this before somewhere. Thanks, Liz. Yeah, it sounds great. It sounds so far up my alley. It may as well be called Claire Alley. Do you think? They should have called the book Claire Alley? Because I don't think it would have sold as many, to be honest. Oh, Lord. Anyway, thanks so much for the recommendation. Oh, no problem. Liz. Not you, you goose. Oh. You big old goose. Oh. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> just <had> a, <laughs> what's got into me today of like a goose with boobs with a big boots on? A big boots or big yeah, boobs? Yeah, so now in my brain you are no longer James. You are a goose with boobs and wearing old boots. Cool. <laughs> honk, honk. Look at my old boots. Hong Kong. Shaking and my boots. And that's just me squeezing my boobs, am I right? <laughs> yeah. This is from Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Claire, and by proxy, James. Everyone knows the gig is up. You never read the emails. I hope you're doing well in your mega lockdown. I really appreciated your dive into music last week, and I wanted to share two songs which really had an impact on me. The artist's name is Elliot Park, and the songs are The Old Man in the Clock and The Soldier in the Oak. The old Man in a Clock? Yes, I appreciate music today with lyrics that tell a story and these songs are so beautifully descriptive and engrossing you can see everything play out in front of you. They really made me stop and think about life and the idea that everyone was put on earth for a reason. We might just not know it yet. Thus, everyone? <laughs> well, your reason is to play video games, I'm Hell assuming. Yeah. Thus, I wanted to share them with you, particularly the depiction of the old man almost confronting the clock as if he has a secret. The line, little tin hands pulling empires down, I'm on to you now. From oh. Old Man and the Clock. I hope you guys are staying safe and best wishes from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Steve. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Steve. And do you know what, Steve? I've really loved this song. It was like a gift. I've just heard it in the right time. It's such a beautiful song. I think Collings should play a little bit of it at the end. Collings is um, going to record his own version of it and play it at the, the end. The Old Man and the Clock. It's absolutely stunning. I know this song. It goes like this. Help, I'm stuck in this clock. <laughs> Somebody's built a clock around me in my sleep. I woke up inside a clock. All right. There's a little cuckoo clock door that he can pop open and put his eye out and go, help me. (laughs) And people are like, is there a fucking old man in that clock? 
Is there All really, right. Somebody built a Are clock around that old man. Can I keep going on with my very touching and beautiful moving song? When it gongs on the hour, it's really loud in here. <laughs> it's not as bad for you on the outside, but at this clock, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Is there a door? I don't want to wreck the okay. clock getting out of it. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, I'm going. Can you at least lie it down so I don't have to stand? Anyway, sorry, go on. Oh God! How did he get in the clock? How did he? How did he, James? Yeah. That is where we're going to finish. We're both losing our minds. Anyway, because we've been talking about parenthood, I wanted to read you the lyrics. It's so sweet. This song um, is one called "Always," like and it bon goes Jovi's like this: "Always, yeah. I'll no, be there always. Two words. Aww. Two words. Two words. Two words. I'll be there till the stars don't shine <laughs> till God. the heavens burst. Wish you could see his face. Words don't like rhyme and so when I you die, you'll be Your eyes are closed. That I love you. <laughs> All right, let me read the lyrics. Sorry, go on. Oh, we both we both know good lyrics. Good. You've really missed your calling. You've sung a lot in this episode. Thank you. You should get out there more. Mm. Like no, can, we can't. Like you can judge me for singing in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go on. I haven't opened up my musical stylings today. You literally started the show with a song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, always, at your worst, at your best, stinky feet, hair in a mess, always, always. Chocolate ice cream on your face, blue ribbon smiler in last place, always, always. In all your odd ways, your big and small ways, straight and crossways, pink or blue, no matter what they say, no matter what you do, any and always, I'm for you. Very good. I know. I just thought it's really sweet. I mean, it's no Bon Jovi always, but it, no, the song is Always true. is also a good song. Anyway, if you have kids, I think it's just a really sweet album. There's lots of really fun songs on there. But really, my main song is um, the man The one that Collins is going to re-record. Correct. <laughs> He'll play a bit. It's really beautiful. Cool, cool. It makes me sad because the tickety time is a ticking away and Certainly we're true, still it? bloody stuck in this lockdown. I know. As I said to you, and maybe I've said this on the show, aging shouldn't count like in this year. Like yeah. you shouldn't, it shouldn't add to your biological clock. It's really unfair. It's like we're all on pause Bunch except we're aging yeah. horribly, <laughs> especially you. Especially me. I know. Believe me, I get the comments every day. You're older than I thought. Am I? Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Is that when you did your wonderful trick, your magic trick? I got a plethora on your of comments video. on how I look. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, James just recently in a YouTube video on Mr. Sunday Movies, his YouTube channel, um, put in a magic trick from Into Tom Mission Cruise Impossible. from Mission yeah. Impossible. And it's really bloody Blowing impressive. And Big shout really, out to Silo Magic for teaching me how. But oh, uh, it's, It is really impressive and you did it. It took you a lot of time to do it. Wait. And you can tell because when you watch it, you look I insane. Look insane. Which is what I was going for, but also I'm like, is this too insane? It was a little insane. I was insane. going for some Tom Cruise intensity, but it's very off-putting. Anyway, next Hang week on, I'm going to do something even more extreme. Were you trying to be Tom Cruise? Well, you want that Tom Cruise intensity in the eyes. That's what I was going for. And Yeah, okay. But is think, that why you've grown your hair? No, I'm growing my hair because I fucking stuck <laughs> indoors. And hairdressers are shut. That's right. All right. Oh, uh, well. One day you'll have luxurious hair like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible I'll 2. I'll never have hair like that. I did not realise he did his own stunts. That blew me away when you made me watch that goddamn show. I have a theory that he just wants to die, but he wants to do it in the most spectacular <laughs> no, that's way. that's you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's your right. I'm just talking about <laughs> myself. Oh, God. All right. 
See you next time. See you next time, suckers. suckers. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. You guys are great. Mm. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you to Collins. We've been suggestible, Bod. We certainly have an hour. Goodbye. Tickety, tockety, kitchen clock goes. I'm stuck in this clock. (laughs) Somebody's built a clock around me in my sleep. You're not fooling me for one minute, you know. I woke up inside a clock. When it gongs on the hour, it's really loud in here. Casually melting cathedrals like snow. They're a door. I don't want to wreck a clock getting out of it. Sorry, go on. Looking so coy. It's not as bad for you on the outside, but at this clock, it's a nightmare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.